everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast episode 289 for the week of December 7th, 2013. I'm here with the best cast lineup we've had because my wife has left me. She oh, boo hoo. She went to the Natsume Christmas party. She's cheating on me with Shane Bettenhausen, and uh, I won't see her until 7 o'clock tonight. I can deal with it. I can deal with it because I have with me today Emmanuel Marino. I bet your wife didn't even talk to him. She did. She asked him about a knack shirt. He was wearing a knack shirt, and he's going to get me one, apparently. <laughs> All right, there you go. See? <laughs> also, John Yearworth. Hi. Who's very tired and cranky that we didn't start an hour ago. And finally, Sam Marcello. Yay! Yay! Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being on. We love it when you can be here, because it's usually not something you can be on. No, no, not normally. That's no. for sure. Yeah. All right. So we have a replacement for Anna this week. We're ready to go. Let's talk about what we've been playing. And let's start with our guest, Sam. I was going to say, I don't think Anna would like if I was the replacement, truthfully. She'd probably rather be here talking to me right now. She would. She messaged me. She said, hi, RPG cast. I miss you. Oh, yeah. we miss you too. You're fired. Except for the part where I'm never on here, but we miss you too. She said... Hi, RPG cast. I miss you. I'm going to the airport. We are in and out at 1.30 a.m. I don't know what that means. I don't know either. Because it is not 1.30 a.m. when she sent me that message. So I don't know. She's getting on. some in and out at 1.30 a.m. That's what I'm thinking it said. Yeah. <laughs> Get some double doubles, animal style. Sounds oh, good. yeah. But yeah, Anna, Anna's real big on animal style. <sighs> <laughs> she does like Harvest Moon animals. That's true. Well, they are cute and adorable. So what you been playing? What have I been playing? I've played all the games this week. All the games? Oh, no, not really. But I played a good good chunk of games, actually. Just because, like, I've been studying for an exam. And I'm just like, I need a break. So I'm going to play video games. And oh, uh, I beat Killer is Dead. I ended up I, picking I've that heard, up. like, nothing about that game. Really? It's just I, a really, really fun action game that makes absolutely no sense, so you don't play it, obviously, so for the is, plot. This is a Suda51 game? It's a Suda51 title, and it's it's hilarious. Like, there's one part where Mondo's like, can we make it borscht? Pierogies gives me indigestion. And I'm like, really? That's a line in this game? Hmm. And I just giggled to myself. Wait, it's really one, fun, though. Is this the one where you uh, you lech at women in bars? Um, okay, that's a little... It's right and it's wrong. <laughs> um, basically... So what is that game, though, right? Am I thinking it is the right that, one? It's, it's the right one. Okay. Um, Mondo is a gigolo, right? And because he's a gigolo, he's got to pick up ladies. And picking up ladies gives him better um, weapons. Right? So, like, in order to build your sub-weapons in the game, you have to go on dates with ladies. Yeah. Um... And as, like, you have to do it three times. So each time you get a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And, like, finally, like, in the last one, you get this, like, really creepy sex scene for both the women. There's a, there is a third one, but she's a little bit trickier to romance, which is Scarlet. She's a sexy nurse. Um, you actually have to find her in every single mission. And then she'll give you challenges. And as you complete the challenges, then you get to go on dates with her and get even better equipment and whatnot. I, I feel that the Scarlet missions I really didn't try, but um, there's these two women 
Natalia and Koharu, and they're really creepy, both of them. So it's like me being a lech is not as bad as them being creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but from what I understand, these dates basically involve you staring at their body parts and not getting caught. Yeah, that's, that's it. And that uh, it's so bad. It's so bad. But the worst part is the, the, the female characters don't make it much better because they'll say things like, oh, fascinating. Or, oh, please keep staring at me. You're making me blush. And it's like, oh, my God, I feel so weird doing this. Man, if this is what Suda thinks dating is like. I know. The, the, the gigolo vision stuff is just – it's weird, but unfortunately it's kind of handy if, if you want the better the better Wait, weapons. vision – is that what you get to see? That's through what their you clothing? use to. Sk- no, you don't see through their clothing. Hey, just- this does actually sound like my first date. <laughs> no, it's the, the Jiggle Vision is the mini game, right? So you, so you, Mondo will stare at the girls and make them uncomfortable because that's how I would feel, I'm sure. And then you get points, and then as you get a thousand points in doing the game, you can give them a gift. And you want to make their heart level go all the way to the end, so that way they will give you sexy times and a present. And that's really all there is to the mini game. It's it's weird. And the worst part is, there's a hotter chick than the three they give you. Can't date her. And she's voiced by the lady who does Mitsuru from Persona 3. So, of course, I'm sitting there and I'm going, you give me the really, really boring women to date, but you won't give me Vivian, who drives a motorcycle, shoots Dillingers, and has, like, eight arms. I, like, what? I hate that game. Yeah. Like, she can, her special abilities, she'll come out and help you in combat, and she'll come out with, like, eight arms, like, um, I, I don't know how to describe it. She's got eight arms, and each one has a Dillinger on it. That's... And then she'll, like, murder things for you. Okay. <laughs> Again, it's 251, so it doesn't really make a lot of sense. So you kind of just roll with it. And she drives a motorcycle and wears hot pants. Like, she wears a leather cat suit, and then sometimes you'll see her in hot pants, depending on, on what it is. And I get sad because I'd like that's the woman I'd rather date. The the gun woman. The gun toting woman. <laughs> okay. I don't I know. have my preferences. Based on the gameplay I saw, I'd rather be playing another game. You know what? If you if you ignore yeah, she, I that think she stuff. meant Derringer's food at men. Oh Why? yes, I can't talk. Well, Dillinger's talk. isn't a gun. Oh, I know it's something Derringer's else. Is. Dill- oh, Derringer's is. Oh, who cares? Sorry. Oh, the little cares? tiny guns that who the girl the in, in Trigun uses. Yes, Meryl uses them. Yeah. Words hard this morning. Oh, Sorry, leave her alone. It on. It's one word. You know, one letter. You know what she meant. Okay. I don't care. She has little guns. And the chat, she shoots the, yeah, guns. The, the form throat was right. Manny's really bitter on the podcast now. Bitter? I'm defending <laughs> the young lady. All right. I love you, Manny. It's okay. We love you, Manny. Um, but yeah, she's got little guns. I, I like... To be honest, it's it's weird. There's parts of me that I'm just like, I don't like Killer is Dead. Obviously, the gigolo vision and stuff was not my cup of tea. So I just kind of laughed my way through that stuff because you kind of have to do them to get better stuff, whether you like it or not. But playing the actual game was surprisingly fun. Like, for an action game, it's very quick pace. I mean, I beat it in under, I want to say under seven hours. And there was 12 missions total. And some of the missions actually just are a boss fight. Sometimes the mission is just going through Mondo's head and coming into contact with his nightmare. So stuff like that was actually kind of interesting. He's got a really annoying sidekick, though, who every time she came on the screen, I was, like, cringing. 
but this is the only other... I've only beaten two Suda51 games, so this is one. The other one was um, Sunflower and Rain, which I absolutely hated. It's an awful game. I don't even know that one. I've never even heard um, of that it one. It was a visual novel oh, that you okay. can get on, on DS. Like, it's it had really, really bad controls. At least in Killer is Dead, I could control stuff. I knew what I was doing. It didn't feel clunky or broken. Did you broken. play No More Heroes at all? Um, I haven't. I have not played it yet. Okay. So it's one that I will probably make the time for at some point. It just requires to uh, bust out the Wii U somewhere. It's here somewhere in the house. Bust the Wii U? Bust out the Wii U. It's somewhere in the house? It's, it's like, somewhere in the house. We lost it. I don't know. Uh, no, no. In I, corner. I, I had it because my nephew came over and we were playing Super Mario 3D World. Which my aunt proceeded to say, if you tell your little brother you played that, I'm never going to hear the end of it, so ah. shut your mouth. <laughs> my, my nephew going like, it's not a big deal. Oh, they don't <laughs> like, have a Wii U, right? No, they do, oh, but they my, do. my littler nephew is a crazy Mario nut, like he's six, uh-huh. and his life is Mario. Good. So, of course, he's been telling my aunt every day, he's like, I need to have Super Mario 3D World, and she bought it for him for Christmas. Oh, right? Okay. So he can't have it yet. But every day it's been the same thing. So I said to her, I'm like, you know, if you bring him over, he can play it at my house and it's it's not a big deal. Like, we'll play it as a family. So he got sick and the other one came over. So that's why she said, like, don't tell your brother oh, you're no. over here playing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he so, must have been so upset. But you know what? Like, I now that's a game I'm actually enjoying. Like, I do not like Nintendo franchises for the most part. I hate Zelda. I'm generally not a fan of Mario, but I really loved Super Mario World and the Super Nintendo. So playing 3D World, like, I am really, really enjoying it. I also like that I can be like a little kitty Mario or a little kitty Luigi and climb up things. Like, it's really cute. Um, and it's really, it's a really good game to play with kids. Like, my my nephew and I, we, we beat the first world within about, let's say about an hour and a half. Um, just because we were taking our time, and he's he's a completionist. Like he wants to get all the stars and all the stamps, whereas I couldn't care less about that stuff. I'm like, I beat the level, I'm happy, right? So, I, I definitely give like a thumbs up to to 3D World. Like if you have people that you can play it with, it's a lot of fun. I don't find it as fun when I'm playing by myself, but I am really enjoying it playing it with with somebody else. That's a really good one. I've also been playing Pokemans. Pokemans. I like my Pokemans. I have a Jigglypuff and a Bulbasaur. I beat Pokemans. I know. I was so proud of you that you Yay. beat games. You never I, beat games. I beat games this year. I know. I couldn't believe it. I was so confused. I said that to Anna. I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> she goes, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, but I'm just like, I haven't seen what is this? Days. Chris is beating games. <laughs> um, so I'm almost done. You beat it before I did. So that that's pretty fabulous. That's right. That's right. And no one logs onto it anymore. People stop playing that game after like three weeks. <laughs> I'm so sad too because I want to. I want to trade. <laughs> I have a few things hey, I'm I looking just, for. I hey, think I still haven't barely started playing it. So, well, but which? Yeah, and that's a full region game. Yeah, that you can trade anywhere with that. So yes. I, oh God, I live on Wonder Trade. Every time I get something like a second Pokemon or something, I'm like, here, throw it on Wonder Trade. Let's see what I get. <laughs> and actually, I've I've gotten really good stuff on Wonder Trade. Have you had people stalk you because they didn't like what you gave them? No. That can happen sometimes. They'll like they'll because then you show up in the acquaintances after you do a yeah. wonder trade with them, and so you just keep spamming 
request battle with them and stuff or request trade. I've had that happen. It's very annoying. <laughs> no, I haven't had I've had a lot of people try to be like, here, trade with me. And it's like somebody completely different. And I'm like, no, I'm in the middle of battle. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they want. It's like. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I don't know what they want. And then I'm like, I don't really feel like trading with you. I, or I, su- like- I suppose if you do a trade, you can use the mic and stuff to talk. But No, no. Oh, See, I have oh. the one. No, no. The reason I say that is I have a friend who's really, really horrible about doing that. Mm-hmm. That'd be the one that was playing Assassin's Creed throughout all of Extra Life. He would turn the chat on. And because they, the other person can't control whether or not they hear the right. microphone yeah. he would just start screaming into the microphone so all of a sudden <laughs> like where where is jamie and why can't i punch him right now and he would do it on purpose like just because he thought it was really funny i used to get really mad i'm like stop it stop that actually we had like a giant pokemon trading binge going during extra life because becky and her husband came over and we were all sitting there and becky's going okay i'm the pokemon drug dealer what do you guys want <laughs> I'm like, I want this. I want this. She's like, okay, I will get it for you. The only thing I'm missing now that I really want is a Pyroar. Mm. I have to find one. But I have a Jigglypuff and a Bulbasaur, so I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, you just keep, if you wonder straight enough, you'll get all the starters. Yes, I, I, I got, actually, you know what? I didn't get any of the starters during Wonder Trade because Becky just gave them all to oh, me. Well, she was like, too. here. She goes, I have this one. You want this one? I'll give you this one. I was like, she gave me a Bulbasaur, like, in the first town because <laughs> she was like clearly you want this so I'm just going to give it to you but I was like <laughs> I love you and then when I got to the where you pick your second starters I said to my mom I go so who do you want me to pick she goes it's got to be Squirtle because mm-hmm. that was her favorite Pokemon nice. so I got picked Squirtle and then she gave me a Charmander Becky so I was like yeah I have all of them I'm telling you she's the Pokemon drug dealer you're looking for something you ask her <laughs> she will give it to you but um, I, I actually really like Pokemon. It's it's weird because I really, really hated black and white. I, and that's not to be racist. Um, that generation was just awful. Hmm. I didn't like a lot of the Pokemon other than Trubbish. I had a weird love of Trubbish. Oh, you liked the Pignatio or whatever his name. Pig. Oh, yes. Baconator. Baconator. He was so cute. Yeah. I love Baconator. And Snivy and uh, AKA I, Smugly. I, I, bought, I bought a giant Snivy plushie for my sister. He's awesome. I bought her a giant one, so she's getting it for Christmas, so hopefully she's not listening to this. Yeah, don't listen to this. <laughs> um, Spoiler alert Christmas present. She's, she's going to be so excited. Like, she, she, we went to, this is just how bad her Pokemon obsession is. When we went to, um, Wonderland, which is this amusement park near my house. And they had Pokemon toys at um, one of the carnival games. Mm-hmm. Didn't she make us go play the stupid carnival game so she could get a Piplup plushie? She's like, if any one of you win, I get to pick the prize. <laughs> and I beat I beat like a seven-year-old, and there was a part of me going, I want to give it to the seven-year-old. <laughs> right? No, this is Pokemon. It's serious business. And well, that's what she said. She goes, this is Pokemon. serious business. I want that. And I was like, I won! I can do whatever. She goes, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> she walked away and I'm like, there's, I guess my heart was like, do I want to give it to the child? Because <laughs> I'm a nice person. No? Okay, no. <laughs> it's not happening. So, yeah. Just lots of games this week. I, although I've only said three. I, I only I remember Pokemon. But, alright. <laughs> Well, have you played the new Phoenix Wright? No, I please play it. It's well, so I, wonderful. I was busy replaying all the old ones, 
So I did you beat Apollo? You beat Apollo yeah. Justice, right? Yeah. See, that's well, four of the so games I finished this year, right? So. So now you're ready to play Dual Destinies. It's wonderful. Well, but the thing is, I was not ready to start another Phoenix Wright game at that point. Well, no, <laughs> I, like, I need to take a rest. <laughs> you know what? That that's why I pulled out Killer is Dead the other day because I'd beaten quite a few RPGs in the last little while, and actually one of the RPGs I beat this year was the original Persona. Mm-hmm. On PSP, and I was like, after playing that, I was like, I can't play RPGs right now. Or if I'm going to play an RPG, it's got to be something like Pokemon, where I'll have to think about it. Yeah, because uh, that game was brutal. Like it was, it was pretty difficult, hmm. and it made me snap my patience a few times. Well, you shouldn't I snap the patience; patient. they won't get well that way. <laughs> well, you know, what? I can be a pretty patient gamer when I want to be, but uh, that one, that one tried it a few times. Especially the final boss. The final boss is awful in that game. Yes, yeah, so I maybe take... it made me want to replay Nyx, okay, from three, and that says a lot right there. Uh... So I've been replaying. Um, well, I haven't been replaying since I finished Apollo Justice. I needed to move on to something else on my 3DS, so I went on to uh, finish up Etrian Odyssey. So I've actually completed the story of Etrian Odyssey four. And now I'm working on the post-game content before I put it away and put the entry in the thread that I'm done with the game and all that. Um, we, we have a game tracking thread, if you don't know, listeners, um, on on our forums where people just post whenever they finish a game and we can round it all up and, and compend it so you can see what you've done over the past year. And according to it, Chris has beaten 13 games. Yeah, isn't that cool? That's not normal. I know. But unfortunately, something happened. So, Etrian oh, no. Odyssey, I'm still making progress in, but it turns out after, you know, I did a, some leveling up tricks that Anna taught me from Millennium Girl, and it was great for getting me through the end of the story, and then after that, it gets super hard, and so I'm making slow progress through the end game content, So I got, and, but then something happened. Um, on PlayStation Network, they sold, put uh, Final Fantasy XIV on sale for 10 bucks for PS3 version. Oh, that's right. So I've been playing that. Um, several evenings this week because there's something about playing that game on the couch that's just awesome um, right, for me. Yeah. I don't, I'm David's wait, what's going on? John's talking. Oh, no, I just you just he's like, oh yeah, I played 14. <laughs> oh yeah, I played 14 this week. <laughs> no, I'm watching him enter it in the document. Like everybody played 14 other than me. Okay. Well, I'm Manny. afraid of 14. I've You're... never pl- I played 14 like once at an event. You're afraid of 14, Sam? I am afraid of, you know, MMOs. losing my life to an MMO, <laughs> so I just don't play them. Uh, good idea. I've seen what it does to people. Yeah, so I, my goal was <laughs> uh, I'm picking it up on PS3 so that later I get the PS4 version for free. Or, well, the 10 bucks rather than paying full price when that comes out. Um, because you get a free upgrade from PS3 to PS4. So, great. Fabulous. And then I'm like, well, I got it downloaded. I'll try and get it in and log in, see what it's like. Okay, yeah, the graphics are nowhere near as good as the PC, and the frame rate's a lot lower for animations and stuff. But, you know, it's cool to control with the controller on the couch. Um, and then, like, oh, yeah, the lightning content is, stu- is going on, so I better do all that Final Fantasy thirteen stuff. Well, it turns out I can only do half of it because I'm not at max level. And so that I started leveling. Huh? Ah, sucks to be you. Yeah, you need to be like level 45 to do all four parts of it. And so I, I did the two that I can do, and now it's like, well, how do I level quickly? And Michael is telling me, like, well, actually, if you do fate groups, it would only take like two days, and you'll be at the level you need to be. And I'm like, oh, 
well, I'm interested in trying this. I'm enjoying playing it on the couch. So I've been putting a fair amount of time into, into 14 now uh, this week. Um, I noticed yesterday. I really like playing it on the for a couch. While. I don't know what it is. It's just like something about like zoning out playing 14. That game plays well on a couch. Um, but then again, I thought that Diablo 3 did too, and you disagree with me. So, <laughs> um, well, the interface... I haven't played 14, so don't worry. It's, well, it's all 14's good. interface, and you can try this on a PC because it has controller support on PC as well. It's it's not... Um, you're still going to have a better experience with a keyboard. Um, but once you set everything up, and that's a nice little pre- <laughs> disclaimer, right? Once you set everything up for your class, it prays decently easy on the couch though you're always having to hold like one trigger finger down during battles in order to access the menu which i think is kind of dumb but um that aside uh i i decided last night that well actually i decided yesterday morning at like 5 a.m after i got home from taking Anne to the airport um that hey all the reviews for gran turismo 6 just hit and it looks like it's awesome and i want to get it and but uh, I him and hauled throughout the day. So last night I'm like, okay, I played uh, 14 for like two hours. I'm like, okay, made some good progress. Now I'm gonna log out and download Gran Turismo 6. Um, around when I woke up this morning, the game was finally done patching. So it it takes a long time to download a 15 gigabyte game on PS3, and then it takes an even longer by like two or three times amount of time to install that game and so my Gran Turismo 6 experience so far has been I confirmed that the title screen loads this morning so um, I didn't make much progress in that oh PS4 Words. PS4 is uh, so much better about this sort of experience alright that, that's it for me John what'd you do um, well I also played 14 and I did I was actually able to finish the um uh, the the thirteen two stuff. Yeah. Um. Well, all I can say is, uh, hang on, I'll post a link in the Skype chat. I think I pull the look off better. What? Oh, you've got you dressing up as uh, <clears throat> lightning. Yeah. Let's see. Well, that this is real great for audio content, by the way. It's like, oh yeah. yeah. Oh wow, you have a big horn on. Yeah. <laughs> That's, a that's, bit the thing, that that's the thing that totally makes bit. the costume. <laughs> I love it. Nice. Yeah, so he's got a Makote dressed up like lightning. Cool. Um, I actually, I don't know. For, every, for, everyone, for everyone complaining that um, it is basically just the game directors trying to make everyone li- like lightning, I didn't think it was that badly implemented. Yeah, it's all right I, from, what, from what I've played. So. I mean, it explains how lightning gets the Mikote costume in 13.3. I guess so, yeah. She trades. She uh, trades an interview for it. <laughs> nice. For, from another, from another character, from another NPC. Mm-hmm. So, so. Um, but yeah, no, I, no, I thought it was pretty good. Um, but what I did manage to do in the two weeks since the last podcast was obtain and then com- finish Assassin's Creed Four. Hey. Obviously, nice. I did actually. I didn't didn't actually grab the spoilers on last week's show because I joined it a bit late. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was actually able to play it unspoiled, and um, well, we only spoiled like the first ten minutes. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know what the hell of you what? Of, of Assassin's Creed Four. Yeah, everybody knew that. They've they've even talked about that in their own marketing campaign. What I was revealing is only if you've been in a total blackout, and even then, you should have read the well, <laughs> the you, damn title. Well, you spoiled all of the rest of the games, but uh, there's nothing yeah. to spoil, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they talked about it on a giant bomb. Hey whatever. Now, hey now, everybody has agreed that I've seen in. 
that up until three, the people were really enjoying the story. And then three came and they stopped caring no, about the story. <laughs> no, they, they, well, I'm telling you. Skipping no. revelations, but yeah. Uh, straight up, like, like, there are things that they dangle in front of you that you think is important and they completely disregard in the next game. Mm-hmm. Repeatedly. They do, they've done that repeatedly. So, anyway, so, um, so you beat AC4 already? I actually picked up AC4 after the last podcast as well, but I only I, got I, a well, few hours I rolled, in. I rolled credits on it, at least. Okay. Um, I did some of the side quest content. Mostly, uh, the, 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 the side quest content I finished, at least, was all of the assassin contracts, because that gets you pistol swords, and I wanted pistol swords. Oh, you can get gun blades? Or well, they, they did exist. They I were thought that was a made-up thing for Final Fantasy. Oh, dude. Come no, no. The way, the way they were implemented in Final Fantasy VIII was a, was a pile of ass. But okay. actual, like, pistols integrated into the, the um, hilts. Of so when you, when you press the art right trigger while you do an attack, you do more damage? No, oh. no. It just adds a couple of... It, well, as well as being one of the stronger weapons in the game, um, they do add a couple of unique finishes, like uh, a couple of the other hard-to-obtain weapons in Assassin's Creed. Do like the sword of Altair. Is it just me, like or that. is combat really easy in that game? Oh yeah, combat's really easy. You are basically a death god from the word go. <laughs> yeah, like, Chris. That's yeah. right. Is this your first Assassin's Creed experience yeah, ever? It is. That's what it is. It's always been like that. Okay. No, I, Assassin's Creed. It wasn't like that in Assassin's Creed One and maybe Two because they didn't introduce the um, uh, the kill streak mechanic until yeah. uh, Brotherhood. Oh, but think of the alternative, yeah. just waiting forever to, the, come on, come on, attack me, attack me so I can counter you. Yeah, that's what okay, I do, fine. yeah. No, I mean, the alternative to, to the kill, not kill streak is having to do that for every single guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or, you it, know, yeah. just assassinating I them. thought you just go up behind and press circle to everybody. It's been a week, so, yeah. What do you, we're talking about two different things, though. Okay. But yeah, no, I think, uh, I mean, it's a much better game than Assassin's Creed 3, in my opinion. What I think is really difficult with Assassin's Creed is how if you get noticed or start in a chase, you're basically fucked on whatever mission you're on. It's there's no way out other than killing everybody. It seems yeah, like. and you can do that. There's yeah, no but it's like you you end up having to kill like twenty guys, and you can do that like in a minute. What's but the I problem? well, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I just feel like you're supposed to be more stealthy, and the game no, doesn't do dude, a good job of letting divorce, you be stealthy. Divorce yourself of that right now, and you'll oh, have really? a much better experience. Okay, it's a pirate game. You're not a, an assassin spy. But I okay. So I went into a closet, and there were two guys in front of the closet. And I pressed the button, and I yanked a guy into the closet and killed him. And the other guy didn't notice that that happened because the game is stupid <laughs> apparently. And then I pulled him into the closet and killed him too. It was great. God, that happens God, sometimes. I... It's like the hay barrels. Yeah. How many God. people do you? St- how many bodies do you stack in the hay? Seriously, don't worry about it. Man. Don't worry about it. God, God AI in the Assassin's Creed series is basically every action movie guard, like, <laughs> stupid thing that action movie guards do rolled into one game. Well, the other thing I don't have a good feeling for is who can see me and who can't. Like, it, it's... What, you go on the rooftops in this game and it seems like people... Ha- it's In some cases, they don't see you and they, you can go about your mission of getting to where you're trying to go on the rooftops so you avoid all the guards in the street... And then in other cases, like, everybody on every rooftop can just see you, and it's, I, I don't know, it was weird dude, to dude, me. Dude, I'm telling you, you need to the force yourself of this whole, okay, the reason why we, I, uh, we but there was, I was on a mission where I wasn't supposed to, like, get caught, or no, it was supposed to be really, I was supposed to eavesdrop on a conversation, that's what it was. And yeah. how do you eavesdrop on a conversation when you're getting in a fight every five seconds? 
Um, you walk behind them. Yeah, that's what I ended up doing. I bought some girls and um, blended into the crowd or yeah. something like that. I, 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 I'm, I I'm saying this game, I, I, I think you've been misled over these last yeah, few I think like, so. This game's a super stealth game. Like, No, it's not. Well, it's, <laughs> it's really it's the conversation stuff is a stealth element. Like, oh, blend into the crowd. But I, no, yeah, I have been misled because that first stealth. trailer of Assassin's Creed was like that dude like killing someone and then blending into the crowd of monks. And like you know, yeah, man, that's that's a CG marketing trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know why? You know why I recommend this game to you, and I did all that stuff for you is because pirate battles. I've known you for a long time, yeah. and multiple occasions, the idea of becoming either being a pirate or sailing the seas or having your own ship or planning to port or the Caribbean dude, has come up multiple times. I still, so I need to put more time into it. Um, I got distracted trying to finish off Etrian Odyssey, and that was a mistake. But yeah, I. I don't have my own <clears throat> ship yet, but what I played in the intro is like, yeah, that's what I want. Is like exactly. spin that ship I mean, around and kill people. Just, yes. just whatever you do, uh, don't go and investigate the um, the uh, map markers in the four corners, of, like in the oceans in the four corners. Oh, just, that's where the Man of Wars are? That's where the big legendary ships are, yeah. Oh, yeah, the ones with like 2,000 cannons or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, 200. You have to wait a bit before you go after those. <laughs> Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> but like, um, still- and uh, my my housemate found out what happened if you try and uh, cheat the system against the uh, the pair in the top right. Yeah, I think the same applies for any. Now, for any other regular ship, if you catch them and they don't immediately open fire, it's possible to um, basically sneak aboard and basically murder all of the crew. And then, if you shoot them once, you can immediately board it. Um, if you try that with the legendary ships, um, you basically explode when you hit when you touch the hull. <laughs> nice. Stop you from doing that. Yeah, but like seriously, man, just divorce yourself of all the hangups. That I mean, that was the whole point of that conversation yesterday was to enable you to enjoy a game that you would you've been wanting for years without worrying about any of the baggage of story or what you think the game is supposed to be or how it's you think it's supposed to play, and just go have a fun pirate adventure. I feel like this is an intervention for me. It was. It was yeah. a gaming intervention. Because <laughs> you know why? Because you really wanted to, for years. You've been wanting to play a game like that. Yeah. So I'm like. I'm like to hear about how you're not going to play a game that you've been wanting for years because you have to go through 200 hours of gameplay of other <laughs> games that you don't even necessarily might not even necessarily like yeah. or just burn out on to get to the thing that you actually do want. It was a gaming intervention. That's what yeah. everybody heard last time. It was like, yes. don't don't worry about the story. It doesn't go anywhere. Don't worry about the gameplay. It's all the same. Don't worry. Enable yourself. Be free. <laughs> Sail the seas. So, um, yeah, that happened. Yeah, you yeah, beat oh, it. Yeah, cool. I beat it. Good job, uh, uh, Quinn. How long? And, how many hours would you say you spent with it? I don't know. Um, I basically played it every. Well, it, it, the last week, the week before this one, just gone, um, where I've been ill with a, the with a cold, very nasty one. Um, during the last week, um, I played played it every time I came home from work. Um, that was basically the only game I played. So, so there was quite eventually, right? Yeah, it's probably I don't know, maybe thirty hours in that. Maybe it's not bad. Um, and I, I say, I, I I personally really enjoyed it. I think it's actually a lot. Um, it's probably one of the be- best Assassin's Creed games I've played in a long time, possibly you know, since two. Go right ahead. Uh, I was, did you see the survey Ubisoft's passing around that they want to make 
more pirate games like this, but not having it be tied to the Assassin's Creed universe. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, like there's a survey. Like, would you play a pirate game like Assassin's Creed Black Flag if it wasn't an Assassin's Creed game? They literally asking that to to, to fans to see. You guys have me so excited to play this game. Yeah, what are you On, waiting for? Um, I'm letting Scott play it first. Oh, okay. Because I bought it for him after Extra Life. Because he spent a good chunk of time like staring at Jamie playing it, and he was like, "I want that." And I was like, "Here, honey." <laughs> I was like, "Here, honey. I bought you." Present. Actually, the only thing I was disappointed about was the fact that there was a fix done or a, a fix I could have put in place for specifically for Nvidia cards that um, just fixed the FPS in a uh, in a couple of instances, and I only found out about the fix after I finished the game. Oh, it's never fun. And I've got it on PS4, which sounds like the best version I have right now. Everyone I know loves the PS4 version. Um, There's quite a few people playing it, so... I I have seen the PS4 version in action, but I'm sorry, but I do prefer my PC version. Ooh. So what I've heard... I have it on 360, so... Oh, well. No one's one's championing that one. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm not cool enough to have a, you know, a PS4 or a uh, X-Boner. Ha ha! It's a joke. Yeah, I get oh, it. I get it. The, the other game, the only, the only game I've really put uh, time into this week has been uh, Super Robot Wars UX on the 3DS. What is that? Have we talked about that before. I've talked about it before. Okay then. Although I, I don't think I, Wars. I don't yeah, think I've UX gotten very is... far. Although I and I still haven't got very far. The only, the, I suppose, the only real significant character that's joined my roster is um, uh, the Hatsune Miku robot. <laughs> Uh, Hatsi needs to go away. Yes, go. No, I'm I'm liking this. The Hatsune Miku robot. So it's a robot shaped like Hatsune Miku. Well, basically, the the robot itself is um is uh, Fei Yin from the Virtual On series. Um, but they have um done a version of it which is basically Fei Yin with Miku's hair and uh general outfit slash paint scheme. Voiced by Hatsune Miku's actual voice actress. Um, Hatsune Miku doesn't have a voice actress. I mean, the actress who provided her voice samples. Oh, for the Vocaloid? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I figured they would just use the Vocaloid program. Yeah, no, no, that's what I think a lot of people were expecting, though. That they actually went and got the actress who provided the samples. Well, that just seems wrong to me. <laughs> Isn't the point to use the Vocaloid program? <laughs> I mean, well, that's what I've heard, anyway. All right. She has, um, uh, her main melee attack is, um, it's a pair of leaks. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, it's Excellent. a, friggin', it's a friggin' pair of leaks. Does she spin them? Yes. Yes. I approve this game. What, what is this Japanese? Of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> I want this. I have to find an old copy of it somehow later. And, oh wait, it's 3DS, isn't it? Actually, ah, speaking I'll, of I'll speaking of Super Robot Wars, though, my copy of um, Super Robot Wars Infinite Battle arrived as well, which is um, it's like a, a th- um, arena fighter similar to Gundam Extreme Versus, just done with dumb Super Robot Wars characters instead. Um, that is the original generation characters, but it did because I got a first. Um, they, they're doing like a sort of limited edition run for the first six months, which comes with a. Uh, bonus scenario for the tactical game, which stars my favorite, purple, my favorite purple-haired pink Bishy. So I've been playing that as well. Is that Shu? Yeah, yeah, it is. Shu is pretty pretty. 
But he's uh, no Haken Browning. No, he's he's no Haken. No Haken Browning. Cats. He's so cute. I like him. I like my shoe. I also like Kaguya, but I'm alone in that. <laughs> Is that because she has, like, you know, sort of... Super knockers? Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and then she's actually really good in Endless Boobies. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why we call that game Endless Tits. Because it's made of boobies. Yes. Okay, Chris, I think we're ready to move on. Otherwise, Wait, Manny it's, didn't it's go. It's Manny's turn. Yeah, I've been and, waiting and, over and, here. And, and Manny has to tell us what games he got for Black Friday. Oh, I think we should all do a Black Friday segment, we right? We should, shouldn't we? I'm in After Canada. This. I didn't get what? anything. Oh, excuse Black me, excuse Friday. me. We need to pronounce it properly. In Canada, it's pronounced Boxing Day, eh? No, Boxing, Boxing Day is the day after Christmas. The 26th no, I, December. That's, that's their version of Black Friday, though. Yeah. It is. Well, it is for us as well. Oh, Americans. We all have, we have to do everything our way, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, okay, so I uh, I joined the cult of Epsilon. Kiflum. 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 I don't know Kiflum. what you're talking about. Words hard. Uh, uh, no, seriously, though. I beat Grand Theft Auto V. Ah, finished, okay. Including all of the side quests. All the Strangers and Things stuff. Game is better dumb. than Scott did, Manny. He he gave up. No, he beat it, and then was like, "I'm done." Yeah, that, there's a, there's my biggest complaint with that game is by the time you finally get any money to spend on anything, the game's over. Well, he was also more annoyed because with the online, there are people who are basically sniping the newbies. So anytime a new person joins the online and is at level one, everybody just goes and murders that person. <gasps> Why is he playing online at all? He was curious. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. <laughs> no, that's when he was like, yeah, now I'm really done with it. Because he was going to play it with a friend of his, right? So they thought, well, you know, we'll play and it's great. And then he came upstairs and he's like, I'm not playing that anymore. I'm like, why? It's like, I keep getting murdered for no reason. You know, he, he could, there, there are either, there are friendly servers that don't let, that don't let anyone play or kill each other. And you could have your own private one with your friend to make your own fun. Hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, so he has options. He definitely has options. But even when you're there, <laughs> I don't know what you do after that. You know what, Manny? I doubt he'll go back to it because he kind of got XCOM. Oh, good for him. Enemy Within. So, I mean, I've lost him to XCOM for the last two weeks. Although he made, he found an Italian woman in it and named it Sam. I told him, if you murder me in XCOM, I will punch you. So... He's, he just benched her instead. <laughs> no, no, he uses her hot actually because she's the weapon specialist. Oh, nice! It's just Are I told you... him I'm like, you murdered me in XCOM, and I will be very disappointed. It's like then it shows how well you take care of me. <laughs> he was not happy with me. Oh, Anyways, but uh, many. <laughs> yes, all right. Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, finish that up. Took me a long time. I need a good break. Uh, overall thoughts? Uh, let me see. I think by the time you get any real money, you know, they have all these properties all over the world. So, you know, you can buy a movie theater, you can buy this, you can buy that. Actually, there's not a lot to spend your money on in that game, other than, like, souping up your car, like, modding your car or modding your weapons. Money seems kind of useless in that game overall. And by the time you actually have any, a significant amount to do with anything, you beat the game. But overall, it was an interesting experience. It was fun. 
I'm um I had enough. I'm done. Time to move on. <laughs> That's Isn't all. Isn't that usually how it goes? Well, so what did yeah. you get for Black Friday? What did everyone get for Black Friday? Did you not get anything for Black Friday? I don't want to go first. <laughs> he doesn't want to go first. Um, I don't remember anymore. <laughs> I know I got something. What I get? All I got was Super Mario 3D World because it was on sale at Future Shop. I wasn't able to get that. It's on my Christmas and that's, list. And like, our Black Friday is so crappy compared to your Black Friday. So I got yeah, it I got... for ten bucks off. Oh, that's it. You know it was, what? It's brand new, Manny. That's, you're not going to get a lot. It's not off just of that. that. One. I mean, I wasn't I, buying I it with the intention for me. I was buying it from my nephew. Amazon was doing some crazy deals where you can get some. You're getting new Xbox One and PS4 games for like forty dollars or less. What did I get? I got um, <laughs> yeah. So on Amazon, the only thing I bought, I I did really well avoiding a lot of temptations this year. And Amazon, I bought. I spent 10 bucks on Might and Magic Heroes 6, the complete edition, because that's probably a little bit more than that game is worth, um, depending on who you ask. And on Steam, what did I do? Where do you see that? There's a place to see this, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Activity? Profile? All right, why'd you figure that out? Why Let me see. Think- I got four things. Um, I got Xbox Live Arcade. I had a few sales, so I got... Um, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon for $3.74. Which is a fabulous game, and you will love it. I can't wait. Oh, the 80s. The 80s. It has Michael Bean, and he's amazing. And he tells you winners winners don't do drugs. Winners don't do drugs. Stop spoiling the game. Those are moments (laughs) I missed discover for myself. Uh, What else we got? Um, But I did spoil the game for you earlier. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hot sex scenes. Now, shush. Now, uh, what else we got? Um, there's three more. I got Dead Space 3, which is, I I keep on forgetting actually came out this year. No. Dead Space 3 was so forgotten. It felt like it came out like it last came year. came out this year? Yeah, like in March or February. I don't believe you. Exactly. <laughs> wow. It felt like ages ago. Nobody remembers that game at all. Um, so, yeah, I got that for, you won't even believe how much, $10. The, yeah. I think Rock I can believe that. Yeah. Uh, I guess so, if you can't Actually, even remember that came out this year. <laughs> I very much believe that. <laughs> it's pretty sad, though, isn't it? Okay, so yeah. um, Far Cry 3. Oh, I got the Dishonored Game of the Year edition with all the DLC, the Dunwall Trials, the the, the, the Voidwalker nice. packs, and like the Witches of Bringmore. That was 20 bucks. And I got, finally, I've been waiting two years to play this, Skyrim Legendary Edition, $20. Nice. I'm That's set. Beautiful. That's actually are, really oh, good you deal. are set. Actually, why are you here? Just come back in like two I can't years. wait. That's all. That's my winter. I've been <laughs> Skyriming. It's gonna Skyrim and build a house. I'm gonna put up little head, little crabs all over. You can everything. go have accidental lesbian romances. You need to collect all the cheese <laughs> and just store it in your house. No, no. I'm gonna make my own cheese in my house because I have Hearthfire. Can you do that? Well, I, I know mean, you can bake bread in Hearthfire. That's awesome. You should just have a house full of bread. <laughs> I'm going to sell my bread to peasants. <laughs> oh, I want to get back into Skyrim. Oh, I miss that game. All right. I also picked up some Steam games. Game Dev Tycoon was on sale for super cheap, like half price. 
Um, Van Helsing won the complete pack. I already had Van Helsing, but this was like a super cheap way of getting all the DLC. And I bought Borderlands 2 Game of the Year went on sale, so I bought that so that I would get all the uh, DLC for that as well. Cool. Oh, you know what? Which is funny is um, I retweeted something for uh, for Saints Row, and and they said, hey, who wants to win a free uh, season pass for Saints Row, six, Saints Row 4? I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. I retweeted it. And they gave me a code, and it turned out the code they gave me was actually for the full game. So I got cool. free Saints Row 4. Which is a wonderful game, too. The next that's DLC fun. is totally how the Saints save Christmas. Oh, that sounds great, but it'll probably Except suck. Except I wish, now I wish I kind of, nah, who cares? No, enjoy it. <laughs> I'll enjoy what I got. Like, I I, have, I loved the other DLC pack they put out for four. Um, Enter the Dominatrix. <laughs> so much fun and they brought Zemos back and I was so happy should I complain that they gave me the full game for free instead of the season pass you didn't get the season pass with the full game no they just gave me they gave me an exit they gave me the wrong code and they gave me the so instead I got the full game I don't think you should complain no not at all (laughs) but if you if you do you'll probably get the season pass oh it was a Twitter giveaway what what platform did you get it on 360 okay well, that that might be harder for them to deal with. But I'm hearing a bulldog snore, aren't I? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, Brutus is asleep. I am very sorry. There, there will be bulldog noises. Okay. Does anybody know what the Yogg's cast is? Some uh, British Yogg- dudes. It's basically some British... It's the most watched U- uh, YouTube channel in England. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So, do you know who Mark Turpin is, then? No. The Terpster? No? No. Because he does stuff with them. Just, just, right. just, because it, just because it's the most watched uh, uh, YouTube channel in uh, England does well, not necessarily mean that I watch it. Well, it's British, and you're painfully British, a, therefore I, you know I, everything. All, no, Chris, all, you... of the, all I know is basically that they're, they're basically a group of people that have widely successful YouTube channels, a uh, YouTube channel, like YouTube videos, and whenever they stream on Twitch, they have... Um, uh, like fifty thousand viewers just there. Okay. They, so the they, reason I'm the reason I bring it rabid, up their rabid fan base is like the kind of like website crashing force that like some of the other really big YouTube celebrities have. Oh, okay. Like they if they promote like some kind of they can um, take down a site like Twitcan. Got it. Yeah, they they, they they you know they promote some low key game. I think they did one on I think it was Kerbal Space Program at one point and then promptly crashed their servers trying. Beautiful. So. Well, I'm just looking at the sale page for Sonic and All-Star Wars Racing Transform, which is five bucks this weekend, and they talk about some DLC, Yogg's Cast Charity DLC, and I'm like, I, I, how is this, is this, does anybody watch this show enough so that it would be DLC in a game? And apparently well, it's just big in Britain, so. Yeah, it's big in Britain. And I think yeah. the developers of Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed are British. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. That's the reason why it's Yogg's Cast and not, like, PewDiePie or something. Who watches PewDiePie? I, I, a lot of people watch PewDiePie. Yeah, I was say, it's not me. I, I've I've not found anything interesting when I've turned on PewDiePie. But yeah. Oh my God, guys! I'm PewDiePie. Well, that sounds more like Eric Cartman, but <laughs> no, same thing to me. <laughs> what? Why is the Wind Waker ship in Sonic and All Stars Racing? Is or does it? it just look like it? Probably. It's a red ship with a dragon on the front of it. Well, oh, that's the sh- the Shogun Total War character. Oh, okay. 
interesting. Yeah, because that that that's actually a thing that exists. Okay. Yeah, Chris, on it's so funny. Whenever I see the, uh, Quinn, you can relate to this. Whenever you see the Hojomon, and and people always go, "That's the Triforce." Like, no, this is an ancient. This is a, a museum about Japanese history. That's the Triforce. The Hojomon. The mon, Ooh. as in the symbol of the clan Hojo, is uh, looks very similar to the Triforce. I'm looking it up. Basically, right now. that's where Miyamoto got the idea. Hojo clan. It is a Triforce. It's just <laughs> switched a little. Uh, you wound me inside. Oh wait. Okay, and somebody's taken one and made put a mouse in the middle of it. Oh, and Dynasty Warriors, of course. Um, Don't forget Sengoku Basra. Is is this a thing? There's a mouse-looking Triforce in Sengoku Basra. It's not a Triforce. It, it, you know what? I'm sorry, Manny, but that's that. The, then the Triforce is directly ripped off of this, and which yes, you, it is just said, but so yeah, but it is a Triforce, and it is a Haujoman because it's the same thing, isn't it? No, uh, you know, uh, maybe get, forgive me, but the thing that came several hundred years, if not a thousand, but I mean, before, when you, when you were talking about Zelda, do you call it a Hojoman? You know, you call it a Triforce. No, I'm saying I was talking about very specifically about how when you go to a museum or something. Yeah. Or you're looking at all history textbooks and people point it out. Like, oh, it's a Triforce. Yeah, it's a Triforce. All right. So, <laughs> sorry. Let's, what, what are we talking about? Who's, whose turn is it? Are we done with the... Dragon Boats. It's Dragon Boats. No, it's Chris, like, is All-Star Racing worth buying on Steam for $5? Chris, you don't need more games. Yes. Yes, Chris. Let me get us just... Sonic and Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed is probably the greatest kart racer ever. So I have I have it on PS3, the first one, Sonic and All Stars Racing. Yeah, no, get the new one; it's better. But Anna won't play it with me. It doesn't matter. It's oh, got really? a difficulty curve similar to um, F Zero GX. It's worth playing. I never played F Zero GX. Is that worth tracking then down? Play it, Christ! Oh, oh my gosh, I didn't know that was that bad of a sin. So F Zero CX, you're, huh? you're getting scolded. Yeah. How do I find oh. F-Zero GX? It hasn't been ported or re-released on anything. Do you still have, like, a Wii somewhere? Yes, and a GameCube. Then play it on those. It's $82 with prime shipping. What? <laughs> on Amazon. Find it, find it on friggin' eBay. Okay, eBay. Right, I'll look on this. In the meantime, we have some feedback, <laughs> which I think it's time for us to move on to. Strawberry Oops. Eggs rates in. We Our question of the week last week is, how do you pick the next game you're going to play? Because, obviously, I have issues with this. Um... Of course, I have issues finishing a game so that I get to pick another game. But uh, Strawberry Eggs wrote in and says, I try to play games in the order I obtain them. While I don't keep an extensive list, I probably should, I'm fairly confident as to what games I bought when. However, I'll often jump to a game I'm really looking forward to, or I'll play something if it's needed for another reason. Uh, like jumping to Pokemon Y, even though the next game on the two-play list was Pokemon Conquest. It's a fine method for handhelds, but I'm years behind on consoles since I play them about once or twice a year. Or one or two games a year. Shaman writes in, says, I've recently been in a position where I sort of have to move from the, the next big thing to the next big thing, and if games are really getting their hooks into me, I'll replay them during lulls. So I'll probably restart Fire Emblem Awakening over Christmas. At this point, I've been winnowing down my backlog by training games in instead of keeping them if they're not going to grab me. I actually did that with Assassin's Creed 4. Never played it, traded it. Wow, that seems like a mistake given our discussion earlier. But all right, Cas says my rarest trophy, according to PSN profiles, was the one for beating the Gurgle Walkie in Gianna Sisters Twisted Dreams. <laughs> I can see that it was the most frustrating boss battle ever, and I spent four hours playing it over and over until I lucked out and won. Did any of you guys play Gianna Sisters? 
No. No. Okay. No. And it's uh yeah. There's history on that. Oh, I still this long Gundam video playing on YouTube. Somebody put a bunch of footage from that Gundam game you were playing versus Extreme. <laughs> All right. Ooh, F Zero Player's Choice Nintendo GameCube two ninety nine one bid. One day left. How much is? It Why don't you just buy a used from Amazon? You could probably get it for like five dollars. Well, I was on Amazon. No, but used. Oh, I was looking at new, wasn't I? Okay. Yeah. That's my problem. And of course, the new is going to be super expensive. I, I it's like sealed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you can find the new in pretty decent condition. More buying like choices. Forty five to ten dollars. The cheapest one on Amazon used is fifteen dollars. So. Does it came with the case and everything? Disc only. Mm, if it comes with a case, it goes up to like twenty. It's an option though, and those don't expire. Is GX worth it? Is it really worth doing all this, or just spend five bucks to buy ever, a cart Chris, racer? Are you ever going to play it though? I I don't know. No, I mean I would still wrong strongly rec- considering it's only five bucks on Steam. I would strongly recommend playing Transformed. It's very good. It's also free this weekend, so maybe I'll just try it. Yeah, try it at the very least. Yeah, try it. You don't like it, it? Don't buy it. Free for plus this week, or no? It's free on Steam this week. Oh, because free cause Steam it's weekend. Also free on PlayStation Vita this month too. What? All Stars Racing Transform. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's one of the games for this month. Actually, like all the games on Plus this month are racing games, except for Borderlands Two. <laughs> Chris, go do that instead. Just get it on your Vita. Well, can I get it on my PS3? Is it no, it's, it's the Vita version only, it looks Rawr. like. I know, I was thinking about that. Because I know how much Scott wants to play it. You know, I picked up the first All-Star Racing, I think, last year during Black Friday. <laughs> for, like, super cheap. For, like, ten bucks or something. And I haven't touched it. So, maybe I don't need this. Maybe Chris just doesn't need games right now. I, I'm thinking Chris has been doing well, like, finishing games rather than getting right, new I'm games. Say, I'm going to say this officially, okay, Chris? Yeah. You did How Long to Beat last time. Yeah. Tell everyone in the world how many days it will take you to finish all the games in your collection if you play for 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Well, let me log in right now. So so when everyone says, Chris should buy this, Chris should buy this, I want you to keep this in mind. Um, all right. Games. Sorting. Here's my totals. 148 days. And that's if you play that's non-stop. 24 hours? Yeah. Non-stop. I could take like... Um, the older Assassin's Creeds out of there now, maybe. <laughs> no, you know, I I think in the in the chat, Ocelon and Samurai. Those are, I mean, those Assassin's Creed games are good historical adventures. They're great to explore Rome. Yeah, explore as long as you don't anything. pay attention to the Desmond nonsense, they're fun. Oh wait, they it's are only a lot of fun. Sorry, I was looking at my full collection. Backlog is only 144 days. Like, All right. I'm, I'm sure there are people who like the Desmond stuff. I, I'm not. One it's of not them, necessary but... though. I like I said I really liked playing Assassin's Creed 2 and Brotherhood earlier in the year and I really I I'm a weirdo I like Liberation a lot too. Oh you know I want to get Liberation HD. I'm looking forward to it. I, I think Aveline is interesting as a character. Well I ended up getting the last Christmas it was the bundle that had Liberation with it for the Vita. So that's how I ended up playing Assassin's Creed. I was like, "No, I'm just going to try this." Have you seen the HD version? It looks remarkable. Oh, also Chris, re- remember yeah. how notice how I never I, I didn't spoil Ezio's actual storyline. Oh, I didn't I know. mention once what happened to Ezio. I didn't I know. mention yeah because that's what matters. Stuff is what matters. I I understand that. Yeah, and this like that's like ninety percent of the game. 
Don't get hung up on the 10% from keeping you be a fun pirate. I thought they were linked. I made the assumption that they were somehow linked, but I No, I guess not. not really. Okay. They're linked in that they're memories. Okay. <laughs> I, I figured there were things that were revealed in the press that affected your understanding of the of the present and vice they versa. They try. They try. They yeah. try. And the and, and the, everyone thought they did a good job of that in the second game. I'm not going to say what it is. Okay. But um, they kind of don't really they kind of don't really go anywhere with it. Okay. Like like they like they it's like two ends on this amazing. I'm not going to even say it, but it just ends on this on this note. And then you think Brotherhood's going to take that note and go with it, and it kind of doesn't for the whole game. So which okay. was really disappointing. I'm, I was waiting. Like when are you going to come back to that thing? When are you going to come back to it? When are you going to come back to it? Oh, we don't care about that anymore. I have to go buy everything in Rome. <laughs> that matters I'm okay with that. I, I bought everything in Rome. I'm not ashamed to say that. So did I. I have so many. I am like the greatest. I own so many arts. banks. I'm so excited. No, but that's the go. one that you have to do the tower defense or not? No, no, that's, no, that's Revelations. Not. Okay. Yeah. We don't talk Which about that. I haven't that. played okay. yet and I'm kind of oh, afraid to. You're, it's so easy to take a tower. That you might as well just let them take it. Yeah, and just, you, you yeah. mentioned that last time. All right, that's what a lot of people did because they got sick. Because the tower defense, you have to go through the waves no matter what. I think I only, I think I only played the tower defense game like three times, and I didn't think it was that bad. But did you? It's because they keep on retaking the towers, though. Did you just keep on retaking back the towers, or? Uh, just... No, I, I just, I think I just always lowered my, uh, um, infamy, so it didn't bother, didn't matter. Ah, ah so you just avoided. Avoided the situation altogether, and then yeah, like, better keep my infinity low. I don't want to do this again. No, yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. It's probably not a bad thing to do two or three times, but if you keep on getting your infamy up and you have to repeatedly do it throughout the course, I can see how it could get annoying. All right, Smack D writes in and tells us about how he tackles his um, uh, backlog. My backlog currently covers five handholds, five consoles, and PC. I usually try to keep at least one handheld and one console game in progress. Um, when it comes to choosing my next game, I generally try to alternate between which consoles I play so I can attack my backlog evenly with some preference for the 360 as well as my oldest incomplete console games uh, like the PS1. Once I pick the next game system, I look at my incomplete list and try to pick a game or I ask a specific friend for a selection. Sometimes I do this with How Long to Beat's random button or lately I'm sorting by estimated completion time and playing the shortest ones to knock a few games off the backlog faster. Sometimes I have an itch for a specific style or series um, and when I'm trying to play through a specific series, like I did with Star Ocean last year, um, Wild Arms this year, or Suikoden next year, I generally play them in order, and I try to put a few other games between each so that I don't get burned out. So every two or three games I'll play, the next one in line for the series. It's pretty rare for me to play a game that isn't at least a year old or more, exceptions being Bethesda games. If a game, game has DLC, I pretty much never touch it until I believe all the DLC has been released. Which is a good money-saving strategy. <laughs> Alright, uh, oh, I like what Nix has been doing with Community polls to select her next game so that's how you do it isn't it sam lately yeah that's how i've been where do you doing do these it. polls i don't remember i these. just put them in the um the miscellaneous gaming yeah and i'll let people i'll pull out 10 different games and i'll let people tell me which one's the one that's worth my time mm. um that's how i ended up playing alpha protocol which mm-hmm. i absolutely loved and there was one more I know they voted Valkyria in, and I'm sorry, there's Puppy Fight Club going on in the background. You need to play Valkyria. I know I do. I need to make the time for it. That's um, that's the game I wrote a preview for, and we got a quote in the advertisements for the game. <laughs> I remember. I remember that. But um, 
There's That's one why more. it sold so that's poorly. It all makes sense. It's all, yeah, it's my fault it sold poorly. <laughs> no, that's the one they voted in. I did not, unfortunately, get the chance to, to try it because after Persona PSP, I was like, no more RPGs. <laughs> I need a break. <laughs> I need a break. And that was not even voted in. That was just me going, I'm going to try this and see what happens. Um, but there was one more that they voted in. I'm yeah. just, I'm trying to remember what the heck it was. All right. Well, while you're remembering... Azilla says... Um, oh, Tales of Vesperia. Oh, okay. I could tell you right now what my next two games are. Yeah. Oh, and nice. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. That was the other one, too. I'm going to do Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon because it's a relatively short game. And it's and crazy a, short. And I need a little like palate cleanser after GTA 5. And then I'm going straight into Skyrim. I'm going to Skyrim it up. <laughs> Goodbye, man. And you're going to be lost forever. <laughs> By and, the time he comes out, Elder Scrolls Online will be uh Hey, be I, don't, I don't mind. It took me like three years to do everything in Oblivion. <laughs> so I don't, I don't mind. It's going to be a long-term project for me. I need to, I need to figure out a strategy for Skyrim. Because I, I want to go back and finish it up, but I need to... It's one of the things where... Yeah, it's easy enough to just go back and focus on the main story and finish that. But I kind of need to pick and choose what side quests are worth my time you what, know you know the great thing about oblivion was the was the achievement system was a great guide through the game i oh, mean really? you can just say oh look i'm just gonna do this arena quest because that's obviously one of the most important things in this game if it has its own so i'll just do the arenas this time i wonder if that's true that with skyrim i don't know that have skyrim that yeah you could you could use the achievement system as a means to help you sort of go through the game that I was know, the first elder scroll game i played and it's pretty easy to navigate for the most part. Yeah, I know. I know, I know Fallout 3 was less so like that because Oblivion was like literally you would get uh, an achievement for each for each rank within a faction. So like every rank you got in a faction was a nice a new achievement. So you know, okay, this is look at all these ranks. This is a, a quest that's worth my time. I'll get a bunch of so it was a nice guide at the time. So maybe just do that. Just pick the big side quests and just be like, worry about those one at a time. Yeah, I'm I'm already done with all my crafting, so I need to like do that expansion that gives you more tears. But you know the funny thing is though, I never felt some people always complain about the Elder Scrolls series how they never finish it, like it's a negative. But then those same people still sunk in forty or fifty hours into it. I mean, even if I never see like the end of the main quest, and even if I never see how that game ends, but I still spent forty hours playing it and oh, enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, I, I still got my money's worth. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, I know I put probably about 80 into Skyrim at least. Yeah. And not realizing, of course, that I did that. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, even hey, if you didn't see the end that. game, who cares? You still had a lot of fun, obviously. I did. Like, that was the first one I played. I, I quite enjoyed it. Continuing on with our feedback, Azilla says, um, how do I decide what game to play next? Simple. What game do I want to play most? What game am I thinking about while playing? Uh, thinking about playing while I'm at work? What game is drawing me back to my computer, console, or gaming device when I could be doing other things? I don't care if I'm in the middle of another game. Uh, if I find myself thinking, for example, that I'd rather be playing Dwarf Fortress on my PC while I'm currently in the middle of Shimigami Tensei 4 in the 3DS, I close the 3DS and lose myself in those ASCII graphics. Seriously, I cost a, lost a couple of weeks there sometime in late summer after discovering Dwarf Fortress. Now I'm back to SMT4, Persona 4 Golden, and Tales of Graces F, and I'm even seeking an hour or two here or there into Terraria with the recent update. I guess I just can't be bothered to worry about a backlog. I own plenty of games I haven't gotten around to playing yet. Tales of Exilia is sitting on my shelf unopened and might remain that way for a while still. I'll get around to it eventually, maybe even before Exilia's 2's release date. But right now, I'm seriously considering purchasing Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate and a CirclePad Pro. That's a game I really want to try, and I'm finding myself thinking about it while playing other games. 
I know I'll finish Persona 4 Golden and SMT4 eventually, but I'm not going to rush either of them just so I can get to the next game on my list. You know what I hope is that my Xbox 360 and PS3 backlog keeps me busy long enough yeah. for either for both consoles to you know iron out their problems, maybe get a bit cheaper. Mm. Or maybe have a better version come out or just have the games, you know, there are enough games that I care about to go on. This reminds me of something important. Where do I get an XL Circle Pad Pro? Nintendo's website? Maybe. Hmm. You know, I kind of agree with that, though, Manny. Like, I'm kind of doing the same thing. Like, I have enough PS3 yeah. and Xbox titles, I mean, on top of, like, the handhelds to keep me busy for a while. And there's still a few PS3 RPGs coming out next year that I'm like, I know I'm going to play that, so I'm not really in a hurry to to pick up a yeah. PS4 as much as I would love to have one. So I think I'm, we've got some different philosophies here. So Azillus really likes not worrying about the backlog, and I think a lot of us are like, well, let's just focus on the backlog because I don't need to worry about what's current. Well, well, we just think about it this way. I mean, let's say Sam and I both spent the 500 or $400 on these new machines, mm-hmm. and we still spent hundreds more hours playing the stuff on the old machines. Mm-hmm. Like, and by the time we actually fo- start focusing on the $400, $500 machines, they're no longer $400, $500. I mean, the other thing is, right now, there's nothing on the the current consoles that I want. Like, yep. until I see something that says, I must go buy this console. Oh, I yeah, usually yeah, wait yeah. for about two or three games before sure. I sink in. Um, which is a lie about the Wii U. I think I bought the Wii U because I was like, I never bought a Wii and I want to play all these Wii games that I never got to, which I know what one of my Christmas presents is. Oops. Which is Xenoblade. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know, that's a good point, Sam. If if the Xbox One or the PS4 were backwards compatible, I would see it more as an upgrade than I would yep. as a completely new machine. Absolutely. And I guess, like I said, right now I just can't justify it when I've got all these games. Like, I'm looking at the fact that on my PS3, I'm still working my way through... Um, Nino Cooney. I'm still. I want to play Zillia. Um, I have lots and lots of games to play. Oh my goodness! And I've so got a new Atelier game coming out next year. Like I know, pff, I'm going to be set for a while just with that. You know and, what? If the PS4 I mean, was, go right oh, ahead. Go ahead. Go. I was going to say if the PS4 was backwards compatible, I think I would be playing a lot more PS3 games. Period. Half the reason why I don't play PS3 games right now is because my PS3 is so old and noisy. But I don't want to buy a new PS3. My PS3 is really noisy too. I've just noticed that. Mine's not. Mine's so quiet. Do you have a the original? No, I oh. have um the one twenty. The second one, yeah. Yeah, the second generation. Whatever the second generation was, that's what I got because I bought it when I bought Yakuza Three. Mm. Oh yeah. That I was know. the game that made me go. Here, I'm putting money down for a PS3. I'm telling you, PS3 games are so cheap. If I could have like a nice new PS4 and have all the new interface stuff and all the all the great stuff that people have now, plus get to play some of my old stuff, I totally would. Like right now, just looking at my backloggery account, I apparently only have seven PS3 games to go through. But let me guess, each one is 60 hours. <laughs> yes and no. Um, actually, yeah, Manny, I think the ones that I have other than L.A. Noir. <laughs> Oh, the LA Noir is pretty long. Is it long? Okay. Oh, it's long. Because um, I have Disgaea D2. I have Dragon's Dogma, LA Noir, Nino Kune, Resonance of Fate, Tales of Zillia, and oh Valkyria. That's like six so months right there. That's six months right there. <laughs> uh, LA Noir and I'm still is working like my way case... through Nino Kune, too. So. I think with LA Noir, each case 
they they start like maybe at thirty minutes, but at, by the end they get to like an hour. It's like an hour and ten minutes in each case. Yeah. I, every time I hear that sound, I feel like Mega Man dropped the bomb. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that sound is. Ooh. I thought that was Puppy Fight Club for a second. So I just cause... priced out the uh, Circle Pad Pro on Nintendo's website. It's actually cheaper to buy it with Amazon Prime from an importer that's using Amazon to ship their stuff. <laughs> it went back to Amazon. Because <laughs> Nintendo charges a flat rate, $5 shipping. Okay. Also, I think I accidentally just exposed my credit card number to the stream. Oh, Oops. no. <laughs> oh, but Chris, oh, I might be getting a new card soon. <laughs> if you buy that, is it going to be... Uh, is a drone going to deliver it for you? No. Is, wasn't that just a joke? And everyone no, took it seriously. It I think he was. No, it wasn't a joke. Yeah, it was. Because no, it wasn't. There's no way you can do drones. It's not happening. There's no Dude, way you're spending. It is not a ex- joke. Expensive drones that can only carry one or two packages at a time. It is not a joke. It's Jeff not going to Be- happen. Let me put it. Let me put it this way. Jeff Bezos is so rich. He bought a newspaper just because he felt like it. I, I don't care. <laughs> it's not- Why are you saying no when the guy said yes? You're telling him that he's lying. Yes. I believe he's lying. I think he's um, he's trying to make a publicity play, and he knows that it's not going to happen. Play, you think they're not going? It's still going to, even in limited release, they're still planning on doing it, Here, even if it is the, just a big publicity. Let stunt. me read to you this: the prototype drone is about a yard in diameter and lifting capacity of five pounds. Eighty-six percent of its deliveries are five pound or less. If you order an anvil, the company will have to deliver it by truck. Okay, that's great. But think about the volume of packages they have in any major metropolitan area. There's no way they can have enough drones and coordinate them Chris, through the airspace. I don't think airspace. it's going to be in major metropolitan areas, period. Well, where would it be? It'd have to be rural places. Like, an apartment is not going to work for a drone. <laughs> well, I, and, and that's kind of my point. If you're just doing it in rural places, how is it economically advantageous to use it to begin with? You know what I think? I think they just want to try out the technology for some other reason. Yeah. All right. I bet they're trying to say if we can do this and we can own the patents on this and we can get all this stuff done. And how do you coordinate them through the airspace? Ah. Oh. That's why it's all – they're still waiting for FAA regulations, oh, man. Let me put it this way. You don't go through the, FF, the FAA unless you're somewhat serious about it. Did they really go through the FAA or did they just They're, they're waiting for the FAA regulations to come in. They're talking to them. They're doing all that stuff. You don't do that if it's just a joke. Just saying it was really conveniently timed around the Black Friday holiday. Yeah, to get them attention. Yeah. So what I, I don't – and it's like saying Apple's up to something. They held their press <laughs> conference right before the holiday season. And I think they held this press conference just to sell us some products. Right, but the, and Apple isn't at, talking about drones in their press conference. They're talking about products, which Look, we know they're going to make. <laughs> Dude, you make it look. Look, of course he wants to drum it up. I mean, yeah. why wouldn't you? Yeah. If this gets your company in the name of every headline ever, why would you not? I'm, do I'm just that? saying that you just take think about the logistics a little bit, and it's completely untenable. And the idea that he's actually seriously doing it is, I think, an embarrassment to to him that he thinks we're stupid enough to believe him. I think he has enough money that he wants to try it out. All right. And even if it's a mass <sighs> failure, he can at least say, hey, we tried. Well, I'm getting the Circle Pad Pro, is I think the moral of this story. And it's being brought by Amazon Drone. 
No, it won't be because when Chris sees it, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to shoot it down. Drone. Is what I'm going to do. Get out of here! I'm getting my surface-to-air missiles and taking that thing out. I hate you, drone. Leave. <laughs> Maybe I'll just drone. grab it as it goes away and say, "Take me away! I don't want to be here anymore." All right. Master Chief says, "How do I decide what to play? Whatever the heck I'm in the mood in for the moment." Much like Manny, I feel the need to shake it up after being in one game series genre for too long, and I'll just pick something different for the sake of being different. Anyway, my rarest trophy has just changed. I got the Dominator trophy on Killzone Shadowfall, which is win a match on every multiplayer map. has a 3.52% completion rate. All right. Yeah, I like changing it up, because I just spent God knows how many hours playing G- like an open-world game where you drive around in a car. So like the last thing I want to play right now is like Sleeping Dogs. <laughs> My you know my that? problem is I'm at a state where if I start just changing it up to whatever I feel like playing, um, like uh, Azillus was doing, I won't get anything done. That's been my my technique, and it doesn't work for me. So I need a more structured approach, and I'm loving that completion feeling of like, oh, I finished it, I'm done, I can move yes. on. My entertainment was 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 productive. <laughs> well, I know, right? And, that, and that's the dumb part. It's like, well, what am I doing this for? And you, the only reason I want to be productive is because I want to experience a lot of games for for doing the the meta stuff that we do, like the podcasts and having these discussions and stuff. I, I feel like I want to have a better, broader range. Otherwise, I wouldn't care at all. Because <laughs> what does it matter if I finish a game? It doesn't. No, it's true. <laughs> that's kind of the hard part, though. There's mm-hmm. like an, it's in your head. It's like I have all these games. I must play them all. And if I had sixty arms, I probably could do it. <laughs> I mean, what you have to do is probably spend more time with your family. In all honesty, you know, or whatever oh, and, it is I mean, for the person. I'm fortunate enough, you know. Yeah, I live at home. I take care of my mom who's got cancer. Mm-hmm. I'm fortunate enough though that we just hang out. We watch movies. Yeah. You know, I play my handheld sometimes while she's doing crosswords. I mean, yeah, that's nice. Like I yeah. make time for that yeah but you know would i rather hang out with my family yeah my family's pretty cool (laughs) so that's nice when people die they don't say oh i wish i had more games (laughs) i know right (laughs) i wish i'd spent more time with my family i wish i had more time i wish i spent more time with the people i loved i wish i'd really finished that grand theft auto doc Yeah, people will die and say, I wish I had more money. I wish I had I mean, more games. Why did I have? Why did I see drone delivery just once? <laughs> well, I mean, I admit, when my dad passed away, I did go into a little bit of escapism with games because that was helping me cope. Mm-hmm. It was a great way to, you know, pick up some action games. And when I was pissy, it was like, I'm murdering the shit because I'm pissy. I would never do that to somebody in real life. But video games let me do that. Mm-hmm. Because I'm frustrated. So Vid so, I mean, says... Oh, sorry. Oh, well, that's good. Vid says, does anyone else find themselves following the games industry more than actually playing games? And I've definitely felt myself in that position for... Well, that's because I really enjoy listening to gaming podcasts. So that's part of the entertainment for me. So I'm okay with that. Um, in my adult life, Vids continues, a game is a commitment. Most of my games get tw- 10 to 20 hours of play before I get pulled away for it by, from it by life trying out a new title or burning out and, or, you know, have a corrupted save file. Too often I face analysis uh, paralysis. Man, that sucks. 20 hours in, corrupt save file. Uh, don't talk to me about that. <laughs> Too often don't I face... Don't talk to me about that. More in the north. <laughs> that wasn't 20 hours, but yeah. Well, twice. Yeah. <laughs> but it was. 
Too often I face analysis paralysis when deciding to restart or continue seasons or years old game saves. It's not to say I can't pour many hours into a game. I have over 400 hours in Animal Crossing New Leaf and 60 hours in Xenoblade. Both of these titles were user-friendly to return to, but often it takes me over a half hour to get my bearings on current quests when taking extended breaks on most games. RPGs especially. Oh, I agree with this. I, I think uh, instead of strategy guides, what we need are I walked away from this game for 10 hours, figure out how to catch me up to where I am in the game. You know, guides. who did that, who tried it, was a Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green. Yeah. Remember they had previously on Pokemon. Oh, you. I didn't play those, but that's awesome. Uh, it, um, it was the only game they ever tried that. 13.2 sort of does that, but it's a bit brief in its descriptions. <laughs> you know, you know the good thing about like a, a game like Skyrim or Oblivion or Fallen is that the quests are all sort of self-contained and they have this extensive uh, they have the extensive quest logs would be like you did this and then I did this and then I yeah. did this and now I have to and, do this and, and you this. can always do those you know you could always end up running into a different quest and doing that mm-hmm. and then go back to the one you were like oh I was halfway through this quest now I can just finish it off I, did, it I don't know how many times I did that in yeah. Fallout 3 in New Vegas but it works with games like in that structure. I don't know if it works with more linear game like a JRPG. I really hate games that have a quest log and then don't let you look at the logs for the completed quests. Oh, that's terrible. Because it's you like, oh, see- I need to see what I did. I'm like, nope. Well, one thing I do to combat that problem is um, I use my backloggery account. And what I will do is after I've done an extensive period on a game, I will log where I left off. And if I have to, I'll just quickly go back to game facts and be like, okay. This is where I left off. Okay, cool. So I know where I am again. <laughs> and I just sometimes find that helps me just kind of jog my memory and go, okay, that's where I left off because I haven't played it in over a month or two. Okay, I can probably uh, figure out what I was doing. And I'm like, okay with that. But some games, I feel like you use at some point you just have to restart. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've restarted Tales of Destiny like six times. Well, how do you choose whether to restart or not? Well, like, like at this point, like I stopped playing Sugiden 1 I had it like as a PS1 classic. I stopped playing it a while ago, and I was like near the end. We're getting ready for the final battle. But at this point, I don't remember who half of those 108 people are. So I would have to just straight up restart. I don't know why we did this with this person, why we didn't do that with that person. You were at person. the final battle and you restarted? No, like near the end. I was near the end, the final stretch. Hmm. But I feel like at this point, it's been so long, I don't. I could never remember like- there are different situations where I won't necessarily restart a game. Like a great example, and I'm sure people saw on Twitter, my copy of um, Adventure Time, Explore the Dungeon, because I don't know, uh, had a corrupted save file. And I was 10, not 10, sorry, I was nine floors away from the final boss. Ow. Yeah, I would move on. I'd be so bad. And I, I said to Michael, I said, what do you want me to do with this? Do you want me to just review it as is, or do we leave it unreviewed? He goes... You were nine floors away. It goes, you can review it. <laughs> and I was mad because I was actually enjoying the game a lot. Like, it's been getting nothing but piss poor review scores. And I was sort of sad because I kind of had to join in on that, despite the fact that I was having a lot of fun with it. You know, well, it gets Sam, hard. Which, because, which platform were you on? I was on PS3. Okay. So I think could, Sam is right, though. If the game itself that. is what stops me from playing it, I'm less likely to go back because what's yeah. to say that I'm not going to spend another 60 hours doing it and then it's going to fail on me again. Like, yeah, and, and more than north. I, I have already more than north. Yeah. I already put it in the pile for trade in. So mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I'm sad about that one because it was a really good couch co-op game. It was very fun to play. Um, but when you get nine floors away from the final boss, 
I mean, it makes you bitter. You know, I think that's why I love Oblivion so much. Oblivion, the Bethesda RPGs, because I, I honestly did play Oblivion over several years to the point where I turned it on. I, I, I know there's like at least a one year gap, a, like a actual one year gap, and I just came and said, "I'm going to wrap up some stuff." And I said, "Oh, I never did the Thieves Guild quest line." It was like almost like a its own little mini game in in mm-hmm. of itself, just doing the Thieves Guild. I was like, "Oh, that's great! I did that." Even though you know, I might have forgotten what armor I had or what I stored where. I, I, I still knew enough to just go start Thieves Guild. Go. I know what armor I have in Skyrim because I fashioned it out of the bones of the dragons I killed. But isn't I that I, I love games like that. I do like that, that too. <laughs> um, I do that too, Manny. Where it's like I'll yeah. go back after a year and I'll be like, oh hey, God bless you, Bethesda games. I can just keep going and I don't feel like I've like okay. I one of my goals next year is I am going to beat New Vegas on hardcore mode, but I'm trying to psych myself up for it. I'm still playing still Vegas. Have, yeah. I still. How many faction plot lines have you finished? Because I have two left. Um, I know I spent a ton of time in that game, and oh, I, I've I barely gone to Vegas. I barely met Mister House. Not even <laughs> I've even met him yet. I um, because I haven't done the Mister House plot line yet, and I haven't done the uh, NP the uh, the Cal- the New Republic of California, whatever the hell they're called. I haven't done their plot line yet either. So the only two I, I've beaten are Kaiser and the one where. You- you go rogue. Yeah, I've done a lot of the side stuff, and I it's I, feel, I totally feel confident that even though I haven't played that game in like six months, I can jump in and just start running. You'll know what you're doing. Oh, absolutely. I love games like that. <laughs> Isn't that great? You just go back and you're like, man, that's fabulous. I know what I'm doing. Mass Effect is a little tr- – I think like Mass Effect 2, maybe you can get away with that because you might have forgotten what you said to Liara when – or like – Wait, who was I romancing? Okay, I was romancing her. That I, how am I doing so far? <laughs> like little details like that slip away. And Dragon Age, Dragon Age. Oh, you gotta remember everything you said to everybody. That's Not two. No, I, what's the remember? Did I go down this hole? Or did I go down? That hole? <laughs> I love the first Dragon Age. Just another one I want to replay because <gasps> I, I have the. I have one I more have, thing I want to do in it. Oh, I have the Game of the Year edition with all of the DLC. I want to go back and do all of the side stuff. All the was, was the DLC any good? Or did some of the DLC was good. It's I need fun. to go back. I just I want to play it now entirely as a mage because that's the only thing I haven't done yet. I want to do the expansion Awakening. I haven't done the Awakening or the. Oh, part Awakening's where... fun. You get to meet Anders. Oh, I need to do that. Okay, Anders <laughs> is adorable. The Colodal writes in and says, uh, "Question of the week: He plays whatever comes on sale." I'm usually a generation or two behind, and my PC is still from two generations ago, so I just check sales every now and then, grab whatever pops up, and play it. And I'm pretty slow, though. I have to admit, I still haven't finished my PS2 backlog. I'm still through going through PS3 launch titles <laughs> and Borderlands 2. Uh, let's see. <laughs> he also asks, does anyone in Asia Zone want to play with me in Borderlands 2? It's seriously hard to find multiplayer matches in Asia. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Might be the wrong podcast for that. You want 8-4 play. <laughs> Uh, oh, but Japan's not a part of Asia. Oh, okay. Never mind then. <laughs> uh, uh, let's that, see. That, that, I think that's a joke for history. Let's know any recommendations for window phones games, especially on the RPG ha! front. <laughs> I don't know that any of. Ha! Does anyone on the site have a Windows phone? <laughs> but you know, I, 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 I'm not trying to be mean to you, man. But like, Windows Phone is notorious for its for its bad app support. There is only one game I can recommend, and that's Skulls of the Shogun. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's probably and the funny thing that's probably one of the best games on the platform that's that was exclusive. Yeah. It's basically Advance Wars, but with more uh, Japan on us. It's good. It's really good. I only just got a smartphone, so. What kind of smartphone? Uh, a Samsung Galaxy. S4? An Ace. Ace. Galaxy Ace. <laughs> Never heard of an Ace. Well, it was either that or I was going to get a construction worker brick phone because. Ace. Man, oh, wow. smartphones are hard. What is that? Okay. It's, it's, a t- it's like a mini phone, Manny. A mini phone? It's nothing, it's it's nothing tiny. particularly special. It's like smaller than an iPhone, it looks like. Huh. I think. I'm having uh, it is, it's probably smaller than the it's iPhone. It's 112 millimeters by... Fi- I, what millimeters? Who uses those? I don't know. I, it's it's an it's an Ace Two. That's all I know. Well, it's and an Ace Two Galaxy Ace. So it's probably two. a little bit bigger. All right. I yeah, just, I don't phone? care truthfully about phones. Uh, Windows phones, unfortunate in that it, it, just the Windows Eight App Store and the Windows Eight experience. They have pretty bad app support or like that kind of game stuff. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but maybe if you're better off getting like maybe a cheap Nexus Seven for like, and you can play a lot of good Android games. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a great idea, and there are a lot of um, quad core Android tablets. Even if you don't get a Nexus Seven, that are like really cheap right now. Um, but, but as far as far as like a ton of our like, it's hard enough to find good RPGs on a platform like iOS, which is saturated with games. Let alone trying to find one on a platform that doesn't have enough apps to begin with. Hmm. I can't. I can name maybe like I can, three great RPGs off the top of my head. On iOS, can you, Chris? I, I, I can name one. Knights Good of the RPGs Old... on iOS. Knights okay. of the Old Republic. Jeez, this is Shadowrun. The Returns. problem is, I've forgotten a lot of games I played on there and don't play anymore. Um, I would say all the Infinity Blade games. Uh, um, they're RPG light, though. Yeah, Very they're RPG. light. Well, uh, yeah, deep RPGs you're not going to find. Um, well, that's not true. Knights of the Old Republic, Shadowrun Returns, Baldur's Gate 1 and 2 Enhanced Edition. Yeah, but I don't know that you want to play those games on that game, but on this I'm platform. Uh, those games, any of those. Uh, people love them on those platforms. I, I, are you kidding me? People are saying KOTOR. I, a lot of people are pleased to say the KOTOR is like the place to play right now. It's on an iPad. It's, it's, it's just so great to sit back, and it runs great. It looks great. It, has, it controls well. Shadow Returns, you said yourself, half of that game looks like it was designed for uh, <laughs> That's true. tablets. Here, let's look, see what Kotaku says, the best iPhone games. Oh. Um, no. Oh, wow, they, it's a rolling list. Cool. Wow, that's really weird. Okay. So they're updating all the time. Yeah, as of 920. Um, yeah, and they got rid of letterpress. Okay, so let's see. Um, <laughs> okay, Angry Birds Star Wars 2. Sorry, I disagree. Uh, bad Hotel. That might be good. Uh, drop 7. Oh, that should not be on the list when you took... Ghost Tricks on iPhone. That's not an RPG. Hero Academy is kind of a strategy RPG battle system. So that's that's recommended. They like Horn, which is a Unreal Engine 3 adventure. No? Okay. Infinity Blade. Blah, 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 blah. Need for Speed Most Wanted. Hmm... And Plants vs. Zombies, but that's not RPG. Ridiculous fishing. Super hex. It's kind of hard, isn't it? Temple Run 2, and that's all they've got. Um, I don't know. I don't know. 
That's what I'm saying. It's hard to find good RPGs, period. Like, I can name, like, it's hard to get the 10. Oh, here we go. 25 must-have RPGs for your iOS device. Let's see what's okay, must-have. Okay. Chrono Trigger. Uh, it's, it's an there. okay version. Yeah. It's an okay Final version. Fantasy Tactics. That's an okay uh, version of Tactics. It's an okay. It's okay. I, yeah. Um, if you want to play Tactics, I think that's, that's what. Oh, oh, I know this one. Anna PSP loves this one. Uh, the World Ends With You solo remix. Is it actually decent on? Yeah, she likes it. Right. And they changed the battle system for the... Is the, it list going to be nothing but Square Enix games that are just okay implementation on iOS? The next one is Squid's Wild West, but that's not an RPG, so I'm disqualifying that. That's pseudo-tactical. I don't know. Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition, you already mentioned. Cthulhu Saves the World is available. Um, okay. Dragon Fantasy, of course. Um, that's a great game uh, if you want an old-school type game. Lunar Silver Star Story Touch. I remember that being reviewed really poorly, so I don't know about that. <laughs> Uh, Just the of problem. Though, uh, there are a lot of good RPGs that happen that also happen to be on iOS, but you're also often better off playing them somewhere else. Here we go. Here's a one dollar game called Bit Dungeon, which has a Legend of Zelda like aesthetic with Diablo esque loot grinding. That seems promising. Maybe uh, the Final Fantasy ports they go through, like Final Fantasy One. That's what I'm saying. It's, mm. it's, 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 how many of those games are you better off just playing on the original <laughs> They're platform? They're going to do one, two, three. three are going to put four, four on here? Yep, four. <laughs> do they have the... Um, you know what just came out? And this is in our news. Um, Final Fantasy IV The After Years just got a port to iPhone. So that yeah, be- apparently. Uh, but, but Mac and other people on Twitter were telling me that it's not even it's not even worth getting into right oh, now. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, they said the game is some good for, is good for some nostalgia, but not much else. Here's one they recommend called Eternal Legacy for five bucks, inspired by Final Fantasy VII, and it's ill. Oh my! Could we get a list that's not dominated by a guy who works at Square Enix? Well, Eternal Legacy is not Square Enix, is it? <laughs> no, but but he's, he said inspired well, by whatever. Sacred Odyssey: Rise of Aiden. Rise of Aiden. I've never heard of this. It's an action RPG though. Hmm. Um, Fantasy Star Two. This I don't know that I want to play Japan that. Heavy. Yeah. Shining Force. I'm okay with it being Johan. Um, yeah, Vey, I know you are. I know Vey is not worth it. Don't get Vey. Uh, let's see. Zenonia. Don't get that. That's not worth it. RPG Symphony of, of Eternity. What? Why is Knights of the Old Republic not on this list? This 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 list has clear Japan bias. L- Lar. Children of Pandora. Free. No, don't get that. And Guardian Saga for two bucks, which doesn't Clear have- Japan bias. Where Shadow these, are all, these are all Japan-influenced games. Yeah, you're right. This list was published in January of 2013. Okay, so the, none of those games are out. By Andrew, <laughs> Andrew Dry, Dyer and Andrew Hayward. All right. So, so whatever. Back, oh, Andrew Hayward. Yeah, yeah. Him and Parrish. And uh, I think him, Parrish, and what's his name? Ritual Game Challenge guy. Yeah. He used to hang out with Alice Liang. Okay. I don't remember his name. It doesn't name. matter. But yeah, those those guys are like... Hardcore Japan guys. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Well, now a guy named Bastion writes in and says, Hi guys, I hope this is the right oh, place Bastion for- is on iOS. <laughs> yes, I know. That, actually, that's supposed to be a good port, isn't it? Yeah, it is pretty decent. Get it's Bastion. Decent. We, wait, he was looking for Windows Phone games, and we're yeah, giving him iOS recommendations. Get an Android. <laughs> Get an iPhone and buy Bastion. No, right. no. I, I, I know. You're walking cool. device six. Those are the sorts of games you should be playing on iOS. Because they're actually unique experiences designed for the phone. No, no, no. You can still totally get uh, Skulls of the Shogun on iOS or Android. Yeah, yeah Skulls Whoa. of the Shogun would probably be good. I'd still recommend it on a computer, but whatever. Play it on there you go. You Mr. Windows Phone, get Skulls of the Shogun. That, that's our recommendation. Yeah, that's our you. recommendation. 
Everyone else by year walk. All right. Hi, you guys. Hope this is the right place for feedback. I have a few questions and comments I'd like to submit to the panel. Uh, oh, just got a PS3 and want some recommendations. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles and what else? Yakuza games, Yakuza Sam? Game. Yakuza games. Don't play what, Dead Souls. What do you start with Yakuza on the PS3? Just with the lowest number. Right. Um, so Yakuza 3 then? Three, three or four is fine. Okay. Four is about four different characters, so it's a more varied experience. Okay. Three's good, but though, too. Don't you lose a lot, though, if you don't know everything about... Not really. <laughs> four ah. actually is its own self-contained story, so you don't really have to worry, whereas three you do because it comes after the first two plot events or the first right. two games. Fair enough. So I would recommend four, actually, just so that you can get your bearings. Um, just don't play Dead Souls. <laughs> oh, man. I love oh, Dead man. Souls, but don't play Dead Souls. Recommendation like, from the chat room for Disgaea 4. Um, that's a good one. What's like, okay, RPG or non-RPG, your favorite P- PS3 games this person should try? Hmm. I would say Dark Souls for me, um, but that's obviously going to be by taste. Um, I honestly couldn't tell you. I have no idea. Okay. I don't know. I like those girly games that nobody really plays. Uh, Super Stardust HD was a big fa- favorite of mine for my PS3. So I love wow. that game. I like and the Atelier games. They're so I really girly. don't know. Man. Um, I have to think. All right. He wonders if uh, Persona 3 is worth going back to and playing right now. Yes. Has it aged well? Well, um, yes. I would say if you have a PSP, get the PSP version. Otherwise, make sure you get the FES version, FES version. Yeah, because you Persona can get 3. that on your PS3. Yeah, but you, well, if his PS3 PS2 is backwards classic. compatibility. No, no. Oh, really? PS2 Classic. Oh, you just download it? Yeah, oh, FES nice. is a PS2 Classic. Perfect. So that's an option. Otherwise, go with the PS, the portable one because it has even more than FES does. And well, um, then get they do Vita remove in. the Fest content. They do remove the Fest epilogue. Oh, really? Yeah, in the PSP version. What do you, you mean the Fest? Oh, they don't have the answer with it. Is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, Whereas, yeah, yeah. That's but the answer. It's debatable. The answer's a different thing altogether. That is a hard game. <laughs> hey, if you want that though, you be aware that it's not there. Yeah, I started playing that during Extra Life. I'm like, oh, I'm actually going to sink my teeth in this teeth into this now because I'm ready for a harder challenge, but. Man, nope. it's it, it's slow. <laughs> it's slow <Hey>. and rapey. <laughs> like, oh God. You walk Everyone's in and it's like, dead. it murders you. And you're just like, oh, my heart is broken. It's very different. And um, it doesn't have a lot of the stuff that Persona 3 has because there's no, like, you know, social links. So oh, I totally have PS3 like Persona 4 Arena. P3P also Ooh. lacks anime cutscenes. So be aware of that. But you can't really? play, can play as a woman, though. So if that right. matters to you, that's it's I my dated point. all the boys. I don't know. Persona Three is one of those games where you just play FAS and then play the PSP one. <laughs> it's a good game, and you can play it's it. It's a twice. fabulous game. Yeah. yeah, but if you're a girl, totally maybe do P3P first. Yeah, I don't know what Bastion is, so let's see. Also, it says what's what the vehement hate towards mobile gaming so early on when um, half the panel seems to be staunch advocates now. What well, do you mean early on? Our early on mobile gaming hate was for these cell phone ports because Japan would get them and we never would. And they were for these, you know, for like three models of phones. So the big thing that changed for mobile gaming is the iPhone and then Android. And so now you have a much better device to and a much more universal platform that you have a reasonable chance of actually playing these games when they're announced for mobile. 
And the biggest reasons I think we hated mobile game announcements is because we knew they would never come out here, and if they did, none of us would be able to play it. And now that's not the case anymore. Um, and also, I would say, given our discussion earlier, um, it's not really that we're fans of mobile gaming so much. Um, sure, you do casual gamings on your iPhone and stuff. We really are pl- fans of mobile consoles like 3DS and Vita and stuff like that. And a lot of people like that. And I don't think we're ever against like Game Boys and DSs and stuff like that. And and also, thing I, I, I say more just a fan of gaming, period. So I, I kind of don't care where it is as long as it's a good game. Mm-hmm. And But unfortunately... I, People like to say most iPhone games are garbage, but we don't even need to. You don't even need the qualifier. Most games are bad. Period. <laughs> I yeah. mean, that's just the way it is, right? Most games yeah. won't and most games to you. now seem to come out on those mobile app stores, so you're going to see a but, lot of garbage. <laughs> is most games period won't appeal to you? Yeah, and that's just the way it works. You know, taste work. So on a, on a platform like iOS, where anyone can publish something. Of course, especially there's going to be a lot of bad games there. So mm-hmm. the, right, I think the biggest problem with Android and iOS right now is just curation, finding those those gems that do exist on that platform and don't have like, oh Sam, I I'm so glad you're here. I've been wanting to ask you this for a long time, but you, I, I mean, uh, you can talk about um, Deus Ex, the iOS one. Oh God, yes. Yeah. The hey, I have a question. Did well, John before, fall asleep? I think he went to go have dinner. <laughs> He's he was hungry. All right. He was hungry. <laughs> All right, go ahead. No, but I was gonna say, but like, like for example, though, like even, like even, like a game like Deus Ex on iOS, which looks great and has an interesting story and sort of expands on Deus Ex: Human Revolution in interesting, fun ways, it's still hampered by the fact that you're trying to make a very much console-focused game on a platform with no buttons. Yep. And that's where a lot of games fail, and that's why there's a lot of hate, hatreds towards uh, these uh, touch-based games, like. I think there's great games that work well, like Knights of the Old Republic, which is all like keyboard and mouse kind of stuff. Works great on on iOS. There's stuff like like uh, here Shadow XCOM on iOS, right? Oh yeah, basically anything that replaces a mouse pointer for your finger, or is like an adventure game, or it's point and click, or it's just gesture based. Um, yeah, maybe. I'm trying to think, I, StarCraft wouldn't work that well, I don't think. But. No, 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 not, not a game like StarCraft, but like uh, I'm thinking more like XCOM turn-based in particular. Yeah. You know what? So like XCOM, um, Shadowrun Returns. Deus Ex The Fall, you know, it's, I love the fact that yes, it's more Deus Ex, but it has the most clunkiest interface. Like, it's not made for playing a shooter on it. Mass Effect, like, ha- Mass Effect had a game like that as well come out. You want to know something, Nick, Sam, which is funny? It's, it's kind of ironic that you say that, but um, having more experience with iOS games than you do, that one actually has some of the best first-person shooter controls on any iOS Really? Because I find it garbage, and it's I, a pain not even ass to do anything on it. You don't want to know. I'm being 100% serious. It's one of the well, better I'm ones. I'm sure you are, but I'm, I'm telling you. There's yeah, nothing more irritating than thinking you've taken a shot and then the guy is stuck to the fucking wall. But but that's what I'm trying to tell you though is that I'm like, like that I gotta put up an awful. explicit tag for this episode. We're all swearing today. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I can't finish that game because a lot of it has to do with the fact that if you double tap, like you have to double tap to friggin' shoot your gun. You have to double tap. What's well, important to double tap? To stick to, stick to walls. Except that 
you'll double tap and he'll still go to the wrong wall. <laughs> I, I, I do know for a fact, I talked to developers, that you don't have to do that. There's a lot of options. They, you, do, you do can do a twin stick thing where you just tap in a corner and shoot your gun. Yeah, well, I tried that and it's still crap. <laughs> Uh, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, and the, the funny thing is, the stuff that works best in Deus Ex on uh, on iOS, what's it called? Is uh, the fall? The fall. The the thing that works best in the fall is actually like the hacking mini game. Uh, reading yeah, I've had no emails. I can read email, right? That's all I need to know. Like, you know the, I, can I, I read email? <laughs> I just get funny, frustrated because I would rather play this on a console. Yeah. You know what? If that game actually was, if they removed all the shooting and all it was is you can walk around the city and hack talk emails. Oh my gosh. It would be a much better game. Oh, just hacking an email? It would be a better game. Oh my god! Because um, you know you when know, you hack, it becomes full screen and you just sort of direct the nodes and it, it all makes sense. When you're reading emails, you it's like you're reading the people's emails on a tablet. So it works perfectly. Like the, 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 the communication, the language works perfectly. And and when you're walking around the city, it doesn't matter if it's a little clunky with the with the first person controls because you you don't have to do anything precise. No one's going to kill you. You know, you no, can walk around, tap and walk around. I want and I think game. that's really the problem with it. If you didn't have to do anything precise on it, it would be a fine game. Like if yeah. I was just walking around and having yeah. boss like the verbal boss battles, I'd be happy. I would think that's a fabulous game right there. You're what I that's how you fix this game. If when when they come back to this, I hope they realize that you could have fun in a cyberpunk world, not shooting people. There's cyberpunk worlds are rich for different experiences. You can be a hacker. You can be someone on the street. You can be just talking to people. You can be gathering information. You could be a PI. Imagine if that game if it was a PI game and all you had to find me some info on this person oh God, and just walk so around, talk to so people. You hack emails. You, you so much but, better. But they like, think though, you need to I, shoot. I guess to shoot. And I guess that's where I have a problem with it. It's like, this would be an amazing game if I didn't have to do anything precise and if I didn't have to shoot anybody. So here's the problem. When you try to design that game so there's no shooting and you have basically no game system, I guess the hacking would be, you have no conflict system in your game, um, then it becomes more of a visual novel. And I'd rather have Deus Ex the visual novel. Well, yeah, I guess I understand that. Other people wouldn't, but... I think but there's Crystal. something to be saying that you're doing all this exploration and hacking to benefit your character in the conflicts that you're having in the world. And but without some it, sort of system for that conflict to happen, I just it might fall apart. But the conflict can happen in different ways. It doesn't have to be at behind the barrel of a gun. It can yeah, be but Jeff Kanata's been asking about this for forever. And I, this is well, sorry, it's not just him. Lots of people have been asking, what else can we do besides shooting in games? No, we're we literally this, telling you right now. Is that well, you're saying game, hacking, but I'm saying those are the ancillary things. I still think you need a more centralized conflict mechanism. But that's what I'm telling you right now is if you took – if there's here's a situation specifically, if you took the shooting out of the game, it would be a better game. Like this is I one of those games I where, like I said, I... I would rather have all the verbal conflict going on because that kind of stuff is just intriguing. Yeah. I mean, part of the fun of Deus Ex: Human Revolution was it wasn't the actual boss battles; it was the verbal boss battles, the ones where you're actually having to engage. You know, is this guy an alpha? Is he a beta? Is he an omega? I'm sorry, that yeah. was so much more fun. <laughs> Yeah, than the actual true. boss fight boss fights in the yep. game where you and sat there and were like, I hate my life. Just let me beat it so I can go on to the next yeah. bit of plot. Like, Deus Ex is a series where, I mean, you could play the first game and, and not murder anybody and not and, 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 and get through it. And that was just as fun. Is that, uh, like, for example, you can still get chased by people. You can be hacking bots, which fight for you. You can be 
looking through security cameras, trying to get a feel for people, trying to you know, there's a lot of things you could do, and because it's still a fully feudalized world, you're still get the essential of it. You're exploring a city, you're walking around, you're interacting with people. You need to get in here, but you can't because the guy's blocking the way. So you find like a duct, and you go through the duct system, and you get inside. You can still do all of the stuff like sneaking, like all the stuff in Deus Ex, minus the shooting people in the head. And I think you'd still have a substantial, or you can even like flesh out the the hacking until it becomes like a hack battle where you need to versus you know becomes a more intricate system where you're actually tailored to the touchscreen controls. You're tailoring it to. You can make you know all those little things we're talking about don't have to be ancillary. You can say you can just focus on that, focus on communication, focus on dialogue choices, focus on sneaking and breaking in, focus on hacking, focus on surveillance. Like, I'd be okay with Deus Ex, the visual novel. I'm not going to lie. I think that would actually be a better game than what I played with The Fault. You know, it wouldn't even really feel like a visual novel to me because it'd still be like everything. it's still very interactive. Yeah, in, a, in this big 3D world. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's an interesting dilemma. And truthfully, I mean, when it comes to iOS gaming, I, I don't have any interest because I just don't have the patience... They're not sit all there like with that. my heavy iPad but and push things. I, 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 I don't want you to get down on iOS games because they're not all like that. It's, those aren't all the games. Those well, are games that are poorly... It's poorly. Just, I just don't have an interest, I think, is my problem. Like, it's in just... It? I'm not seeing anything that says, play me! Madness in the chat room s- suggests we make it like The Sims, where you hack the door controls and trap all the guards in the rooms. Oh my god. And then I guess and watch them. The walls. And then you get to watch them eventually, you know. Wait, Chris, 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 I just realized the game that I described is being made already. What? It's it's called it's Republic. Uh, it's called? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, hopefully you know, you do have me more excited for Republic now. <laughs> yeah, but literally the game that we just described, the Cyberpunk yep. Utopia, is yep. Republic. That the game. is Republic. Hmm. And they're like, banking. Let's see if they succeed because they're yes. banking everything on that. Yeah, I backed them, so I'll I'll, I'll tell you <laughs> when it comes out. Um, all right, let's um, wrap. Okay. No, I was to say, Grid said, I'm surprised there aren't more Grid tactical RPGs. There are, there are, um, and they're getting better as they release more, like XCOM. You know what I mean? There's there's not a lot though. Like no, on, there's not been a lot of people going after the hero. Um, I can say I can name like Academy. two that are worth playing, and you know? the reason XCOM. is because the free to play model has infected the store, yeah. and it's like XCOM. it's the only way to make money. Apparently, you you want to know what's funny? It's gone to the point where when a, like a real like a real kind of developer like a, like with or like a developer like who's also a gamer or an indie developer, yeah. it's gone to the point where when they release a game on iOS, one of their bullet points is no microtransactions, a full complete game. Yeah, I'm not even like uh, literally. No, no, you're right. Yep. If you if you look at the description of Ridiculous Fishing or Skulls of the Shogun, it says in their first bullet point, no microtransactions. This is a full game experience. Yep. Skulls of the Shogun, all of the game content from the PC version is here. We don't know microtransactions. It's gotten so sad that it's a point now that like it's, it gives you more cred among your users and among people that if you have that in your first line, they go, oh, this guy's this is a serious game. This guy respects me. <laughs> this really guy game. respects me. This guy gets it. No right. microtransactions. Let's wrap up feedback, folks, with a voicemail that we got, and uh, then uh, we'll move into news and wrap this baby up. Voicemail. Hey, RPG uh, Cast, this is Draconis. Uh, you were mentioned before that you weren't sure about the media. Chris and Anna, you 
both might be interested just from certain types of games they have on there. There's a ton of bullet shooters as well as RPGs, strategies, and uh, tower defense games on there. You might even find some neoclassics that you'd enjoy later. All right, so he's saying we should consider funny? getting an Ouya. You know what's funny is um, I forgot that Ouya existed for a second until you mentioned it. <laughs> Just um, a second? I, no, that sounds facetious. Like, I wasn't being facetious. Like, when he said the Ouya, I'm like, oh, yeah, that exists. That's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> well, the Ouya too soon, right? I, it's so funny, though, but I literally forgot that was a console. Yeah. That thing has really fallen out of, out of, just out of the limelight and out of favor, hasn't it? Well... I just looked up Ouya 2. The second link is a video entitled Ouya 2 Sucks, which I find funny since it's not out yet. <laughs> so how do you say that? <laughs> you, you, you know, to uh, Draconis who, who, who wrote that, I probably, for these people, like Chris, do you want to play a lot of Android and iOS games on a TV? Um, well, so those games that we mentioned that could be benefited by actually having real buttons, those are the ones yeah. I want to p- play on TV. But I want to do it with my iPhone, my iOS store for me. So I want the Apple TV to just have a controller and play oh, iOS and games. That that, that would work for, for me. IPhone controllers, right? Say that again. Those MFI controllers made for iPhone. Yeah, for yeah. I know when they but come no out. No one supports it yet. You know, I mean, people they talk people about are trying. It. Yeah, they're I mean, trying. It hasn't happened. So maybe when that happens, um, is the Ouya itself though? It's like I've got a PS4. What do I need a Ouya for? It has all the same indie games, right? Yeah. Like there, there are no exclusive indie games that aren't coming to it. The one um, exclusive was Towerfall, and that's everywhere now. So I guess I, I get the point. Like it's a inexpensive console that can play these uh, indie titles that also don't cost much, and that's I see where they're going for with a market segment there. But I, I just but, don't, I don't need it personally because I've got yeah, a PC. But yeah, but <laughs> if you don't have a point of entry, right? It's it's a cheap thing if you don't already have a point of entry. But it's so easy to hook a PC up support. to a TV nowadays that I don't get the point of it. Like, well, why even just hook it up to be played on your PC? Yeah, well, because I want to play on my couch is what I'm learning. Couch I like playing good. on my couch. Couch is good. That's all. Eh, whatever. It, you know, it, there are cool things you can do in Ouya, um, both in and not in gaming itself, because it's very flexible system right so it's just funny when i hear about developers they don't even talk about anymore but i'm sitting here watching an advertisement for ouya 2 and one of the games they're showing is cannibalt it's like i'm so done with cannibalt like what why am i going can we show me some new games like they've got minecraft on here it's like okay and twitch okay so basically it turns into a good media streaming device and okay in that case i well, no, because uh, there's no Twitch app for PS4 right now. Um, oh. Yeah. You can only, uh, you can stream to Twitch, but you can't watch Twitch. That's coming. Um, yeah, it's it's weird. I, if if you were in the market for a media streaming app and you said you had none to begin with, you might choose this one because it could play some games too. Yeah, but it's a streaming high quality. I mean, I mean yeah, will, you it, could, will it get could updates Oh, from I don't Netflix know. and Hulu and all these people. I don't know. I don't even think Netflix and Hulu are on it because it's open. Oh. So it's it's for things like people don't care, like Twitch and stuff like that. So. Oh, well, why don't you just get like a Roku that does? Yeah, Twitch Yeah, I too? think you're right. <laughs> just pick up the Roku. That's what it's for. Or your hook your PC. All up. you need is a Roku and your phone. I don't know. Uh, 
Draconis, you need to give some more specifics about what's like. Yeah, so there are lots of game types on there, but you know what's really going to catch me, I guess. And oh, I don't and know. Can he, can he play it somewhere else and have a similar, if not the same, experience? So Funitmon points out that Towerfall, which is the only good Ouya game that I keep hearing about, is going to lack online on the PC and PS4 versions. Is that enough to care? It didn't have online on the Ouya either, as far as I know. I don't think it had but, online. But I thought the whole point is that you wanted to play with people next to you, right? Yeah, I don't know. The, whatever. If, I don't care that much about Towerfall. So, all right, that's it for feedback. Let's get into the news because we're way behind schedule here, and we've got a yeah, fair amount of news. Um, so, I'm hungry. Yeah, let's get this on show on the road. Quinn's already eating dinner. Yeah, I think I think so. He didn't even say anything. Usually, he says something when he has to leave. Not Sam was telling us about like yakuza's or something. Actually, I, I've actually just kind of been sitting here for the last 45 minutes, and I, I just kind of don't really feel like I had anything to contribute. Because, <laughs> well, I, well, at one point I asked you, I like, are you still here? Okay, I was checking over David then. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, yeah, I thought he was totally dinner. <laughs> I, no, I haven't had dinner yet. I want lunch. Okay. So, but first I mean, off... No, I mean, but I mean, I can easily miss out on mobile gaming discussions because I really don't care. All right. Well, then Me let's... Too. Do you care about Persona, John? Yes. Yes, okay. I do. Okay. Everything Persona-related me... was announced this past week. <laughs> Give me something to care about. Here you go. Need... How about Persona Q, Shadow of the Labyrinth, an Etrian Odyssey-style game starring the characters for Persona 3 and 4? Actually, I care less about that one. I'm actually okay. more interested in... No, no, you in want Persona 4 Dancing All Night, the dancing yes. game for the Vita, yes. right? You do! I actually like, want that because I want, I want that dancing so Teddy. bad. So do I. You know what's funny is is when Square Enix does this with their Final Fantasy series, we go, "Oh, milking Final Fantasy again!" Can you believe this? A Final Fantasy dancing game, ridiculous. Because when Persona done does so it, many and Persona, when Persona does it, like, oh, I can't. Manny, I always Manny. wanted to dance it's, with Teddy. It's, it's all a matter of perspective. Persona could use some fan service games because it doesn't have any, and Final Persona's Fantasy has fan way too many. Point. It's all fan service at this point, hey, Manny. <laughs> Manny, for the reference, I've never claimed that Square Enix has milked Final Fantasy ever. Okay, they have. <laughs> you don't need Chris, to claim it. It's Chris, known. Chris, Chris is the guy. Chris is the guy who usually bangs that drum. <laughs> I, I just want dancing Teddy. I, <laughs> well, you will have it. Being made by the developers. Being made by the developers of the Hatsune Miku game. Oh wait, um, no, I don't want it. Hatsune Miku, no. It's the no. Hatsune Miku game from Vita. Those people are involved in making the dancing game. So you it's still going to be pers- Miku is Skynet. Wait, wait, <laughs> so wait. So the, the dancing game is just a reskinned Miku game, and then the Q game is just a reskinned Etrian Odyssey game. Uh, yeah, as far as I can tell. Huh. Yep. So it's two reskins fan servicey games, and then um, they also announced. Uh, I thought they announced something else, but it's not in Persona Five. Well, yeah, oh. no, I'm besides that. I was saving that for last. And then, of course, Persona 5 was announced. You are slave. Want emancipation? I guess the answer is yes. So they've got, like, these school chairs with uh, little shackles on, the, on, the, on one of the legs of the chairs. And it's like, okay, we don't they know They really didn't consider how that would play in the U.S. at all, did they? Um, I don't think the... Sh- Do the you really bu- think of, of ball and chains with traditional American slavery? On the ship, yeah. Oh, okay. But they didn't have school chairs on the ship. No, they, so they little, stack them like cattle. I, I I don't think of slavery like to that degree. Um, no, 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 I, no. It was, a, it, was a, it was a mild joke. I, yeah. 
white people take these things too seriously when yeah. black people say this stuff. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's... You take it too seriously, man. You take it too... Like, once... I no, but you're playing. not the only one who said this. I've heard other people say, oh, man, they really like, think seriously? about how this plays in the States. I'm like, really? Yeah, it's because it's a fun... It's a common joke. You're taking what? it too seriously. No, 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 but the other people were being serious. That's the thing. And it's like, um... I think you are taking it too seriously. If ah, forget it. I want Dancing Teddy. That's that's the moral of this story. <laughs> it's I think got everyone wants all it should matter Teddy. is Dancing Teddy and music. More music by the composer, who's awesome. Uh, also, but, but also, Chris, you could also comment on something without being offended by it. Yeah, you know what I mean. You could yeah. be like, like if someone calls someone else a Negro, you could be like, why did he call that guy a Negro? And yeah. you could just be like confused, and then you made a comment, but it doesn't mean you're necessarily offended. Obviously, I don't think we should be at a stage in America where we can't have any game that deals into the concepts of slavery because, oh, slavery happened here. So therefore, we can't oh, ever, never this, deal this with not it. Even, you're, go, you're getting to territory that's not even touching on what we're talking about here. Yeah, I know, I know. But I think that's what other people are... I I honestly yeah. think there'll be more discussion like that, but, uh, but whatever. Well, let them have the discussion. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah. One Piece Romance Dawn is going to go to Europe. Um... Yeah. Oh, by the way, release dates for all those Persona things. Obviously, um, none were announced. <laughs> Maybe I think uh, the Persona Five was like what twenty sixteen. No, twenty. It, it's supposed to be the end 2015. of twenty fourteen. Fourteen for Japan, so it'll be twenty fifteen for us. Uh, twenty fourteen winter for PS three. Okay, technically yeah. that means between December twenty first and December thirty yeah, first. <laughs> So and they, then Persona Q, they said something about that one being, like, May of next year. Okay. So that one we actually have a shot of seeing. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> next year, yeah. I can't wait for Persona 5. That's great. It'll be on PS3 because it takes a long time to make these games. <laughs> then maybe the, I don't... Oh, Persona 6, will that be a quick follow-up for PS3 or will that be on PS4, I wonder? Who knows? Who knows? Hey, one, hey, some of the games that are released, like... After the following console comes oh, out, they're always the really best big, games. Usually, yeah. really good. Yeah, so I'm I'm happy for that. And I played PS Persona Four after the PS3 came out. So, I was. Oh, I, do you think it's going to be a 360 version since it's coming to the US? No, no. Why not? That's half the reason why they did Captain on both platforms was to work out the technology. Why they did what? I'm sorry. I said half the reason why they did Catherine was to work out the technology for next gen console. Well, past gen consoles at this point oh really okay yeah I they were they, it was the team they were getting their stuff their ducks in a row and they made a game to figure it all out yeah but i didn't realize Catherine was on 360 as well i yeah, forgot about they, that okay they then, yeah, had maybe. a different cover yeah. remember okay. i think ps3 had uh Catherine with the c oh, and the other one had Catherine with a k yeah okay then yeah i guess it will maybe we'll see yeah, we'll see one piece romance dawn's gonna be in europe february uh 11th in the u.s sometime we know it's gonna be in europe later we don't know when no, oh wait no europe it's already first. out in europe it's already out in europe and we're getting it next year what we're the heck it february next year. i want my one piece romance dawn this was uh, from a ps no i game. don't it looks really bad actually <laughs> <laughs> all right and bravely default came out on friday oh so we don't get it till Do you February have of next year. No, you don't have an. He doesn't have an English. 3DS. No, but Fuller has it. Okay. Is Mr. it Mr. Fuller has been playing it. And that Bravely Default that he's getting is the Bravely sequel, or not? No, that's the one we're getting next year. Big Europe's getting it first. I but I thought we were getting just the Bravely second. Or we're something. getting no. What we got is like the definitive version of 
of default. Bravely default. Okay. Right? So we're and all then getting it. Also it's bravely just Europe second. gets it first. But and then this week they announced bravely second. Okay. Oh, that's man. that's where you're getting confused, my yeah, dear. Yeah, it is. I'm very confused. So, I Europe just hate the bravely... title, so, you you're... know, it makes it confusing. Yeah. Bravely Default is out <laughs> in Europe. We're getting it next February. Bravely Second was announced this week, just to reiterate. And yes. I don't know anything about it other than it was announced. Did we learn anything cool about Bravely Second? No. Like, other even more hats? I was leaving Square Enix, but was still Who did the artwork, right? Yeah, but we're still probably going to help. This is Yoshida, the no-nose guy, right? Yes. Yeah, that's how I know him. Oh, that's the artist He's that the does no-noses. He's a man with, no no- with characters who have no-noses. Yeah. Okay. Which, I mean, everybody... Does everybody want a nose? I, I like to breathe. Are noses like, important? I like having a backup breathing mechanism, so yes. I don't know, my bulldog can't breathe, so he sticks his tongue out a lot. Because his nose is squished into his face. That's what happens sometimes. Most dogs are so horribly inbred. When Mm -hmm. you get a purebred dog, they all have some kind of genetic disorder. My lab's a purebred and she's fit as a fiddle. Most Except it can't breathe through its nose. No, that's my bulldog. Oh, okay. My bulldog is the one who can't breathe through (laughs) its nose. All right, everybody, Kickstarter check-in! I'm trying to do it like a Japanese segment. Kickstarter check-in for today. First off, we have Festival of Magic by Snowcastle Games. It's a JRPG-inspired game uh, featuring turn-based combat and featuring some light farming sim gameplay. You can check that out on Kickstarter now. They're going to port it to, like, everything. Wii U, Apple, Linux, and Windows. I don't see... I kind of want the PU version so I can have something to play on my PU. (laughs) On your PU. Second, (laughs) Blue Memories. It's not a traditional RPG. It's a genre blend with a unique art style and the option to solve puzzles facing its world in a non-violent fashion. Wait, could it possibly be an artistic puzzle platformer? We don't have enough of those. Uh, it's not easy as of yet to get a full idea of its actual gameplay, but apparently we think it's... Oh, wow. That art style looks sufficiently adventure RPG enough. So you can check that out on Kickstarter. Both of them, we have links to them in our Kickstarter check-in. I need a... Kickstarter check-in? So I need a I need a way to close that out. So when you have these sort of segments, at least in like Japanese programming, you need a way to say goodbye from the segment. So I have to come up with something because I want to do that weekly. Kickstarter check in. Yellow face, time happy hour. Where we make fun um, of Japanese people. Oh, chica, changa, changa, whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't want to make fun right of anybody. Now. I want to make a. I'm oh, sorry, Chris. That's I all I heard with fun. your bad Japanese accent. No, I was just shouting. That wasn't even an accent. I'm, I'm, I'm scared. That was a tone, like. No, Kickstarter! I'm sorry, you just sound like Mr. Sparkle right now. That's Mr. Sparkle! But without the accent. I'm trying to do it without the accent. It's just the energy. It doesn't work, man. I'm sorry. Okay. Can we try is, Can we try and get through one week of the podcast without someone being accused of being racist? No. Damn why, it. Why are you so racist, John? <laughs> All right. Beta for fan-made Shining Force Online launches on November 28th. That has cease and desist written all over it. <laughs> I did, it's a free fan-made MMO that reimagines the classic franchise in an alternate universe. Um, it's got characters from the series and a story-driven experience. I'm sure Sega will shut this sucker down, but the, the beta has apparently launched, and I haven't seen any follow-up on it. So let's see if... Uh, yeah, none of these stories. Yeah, okay. No follow-ups in any of the stories there. Uh, we mentioned the After Years is out on iOS and Android. 
So if you want to play the After Years, um, which is funny because the, the picture for this story is from Final Fantasy IV, the 3D version, which is not the right game. <laughs> Good job, Polygon writer. Um, Pokemon X and Y 2DS whoa, bundles. Whoa, 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 Chris. Actually, yep. the iOS trailer is the 3DS footage. What? Yeah, if the- you go look up the uh, After Years iOS trailer. Yeah. It has the 3DS footage. Why? I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Like, After Years was bundled with Final Fantasy IV as well. Yeah, and it um, had the really, really crisp and pretty It was a 2D sprites. version. Yeah. So, yeah, no. No, the, the trailer has the, the treaty. So in um, for After Years, though, in since it's not complete collection, I think on the iOS it's only the After Years. So if you want the first part of the story, you have to play the 3D version. So maybe that's what they're trying to say. Then maybe I will just go buy the PSP game. Yeah, Except I think that's a good idea. Except for the part where I, I have the, the I'd be DS You one. know, if you want something for your PU, you could buy the P the the Wii port of of the after of the after years, right? Because that's where it came that's, out first. That's true. That's true. But then I probably just want to replay. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, what? we're all wrong. What? This version of the After Years is a full 3D remake of the After Years. Oh, wow. I did not know that. It doesn't make me want it. (laughs) I thought the game was always a full 3D remake. No, After Years was sprites. Sprites on the I was looking at it on iOS. It looks just like the the recent 3DS games. I mean, 3D uh, DS games. So it's a more you know rainbow moment. Wow. So... Cool. I didn't, why I was I didn't know they did a remake in 3D of the After Years. That's interesting. Does it have I was interested. It, it looked nice, and it has, like they said, the story is like a little anthology, yeah, small little short stories. The thing is, I never hear good things about the 3D version of Final Fantasy IV. I did not Some like people it. just didn't like the art style. Yeah. But that's that's subjective, right? I, I like, like Michael like had serious system. issues with the end of that. Well, wait, that was three. Yeah, whatever. I, I did I not like I, the augment system myself. I always liked... Uh, I like 3D on DS. I like the art once style. you totally used an augment, you couldn't rebuild somebody if the augment wasn't a good fit, hmm. which was kind of annoying. That is annoying. Whereas I beat Final Fantasy 3 and I was like, okay, it's Final Fantasy 3. I don't know why Scott likes this one as his favorite. Yeah. My yeah. spouse is special. <laughs> He likes Final Fantasy 3, and he will tell everybody that it's the best Final Fantasy. So people need to decide, do you want to play After Years in 2D or 3D? If you want 3D, or, you're limited to tablets. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. There's a third option. What? Don't play it at all. Ah, yeah. Play it on the Wii. Good point. No, don't play it at all. <laughs> Pokemon X and Y is getting 2DS bundles in Europe. Yay. So, John, this is how you can get your European system. Buy a, buy a 2DS that's themed like a Pokemon, right? I'm not buying a 2DS. Oh. But it's kind of an interesting idea, right? You already need to buy two, buy each one so it's different, you know? No? Final Fantasy XIV is getting a new patch on uh, December 17th. It's patch 2.1. They're adding lots of stuff, new end game content, um, player housing and stuff like that, beauty salons, uh, whatever. So lots of stuff. 
Beauty salons. Everybody likes those. I know I play dress up a lot in Pokemans. <laughs> well, they they making it so you can change your hairstyles and stuff. So. Oh, that's just lame. The lead systems designer of uh, World of Warcraft has left Blizzard. He's got some other opportunity that he's real excited to go to. He was not fired or anything, so he wanted to go do that for a bit. Um, he uh, He's kind of their public Twitter face, so it's going to be interesting to see how they deal with this and who will replace him or if there will be no replacement for him in that capacity. So They'll just roll over, and then the new guy will feel like he was there forever. Yep. There's like a, what's his name? My, I don't remember. The new guy for Diablo 3. There, speaking of Diablo 3, two toys are coming. Well, not toys. Oh, I guess dude, statues. who cares? There's a NECA's making action. a crappy action figure, and there's going to be a crappy sword from NECA too. Well, I don't know who NECA is, but I'd never heard they of make them every, this. They, they made all the Gears of War toys. Okay, well, they so they're making the a prop Creed sword, toys. and they're making a nine-inch statue of the Diablo from the end of the game. So Yeah, so. It's a plastic sword. All right, Disgaea 4 has a trailer for its PS Vita port. It shows off the PS Vita gameplay. So I still know date on that, um, which is kind of sad because I'd like to know if that's coming or not. Because when I get to Disgaea 4, I'd like to know what platform I'm going to be playing it on. You know why I don't like NECA? A lot of their figures are stiff and hard to move, and they have kind of crappy joints. Like uh, their uh, Pacific Rim figures were not that great. People mm. complained about it. If you look at the reviews on Amazon, a lot of people complain about them breaking. They're stiff, hard to move, hard to pose. No one really likes the Assassin's Creed figures that they make. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like well, well, Square Enix is being flexible in their plans for Final Fantasy fourteen on oh, PS4. That's a segue. That's these a segue. Guys. That's a segue. They are going to let you uh, port your uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. Well, they're going to give you a free copy of the PS4 version if you're already on it on PS3. And they've announced that it's going to go live in april and it's going to start the beta in february so get on top of that if have you, you seen the trailer for 2.1 um no there is a trailer for it okay we were just talking about 2.1 what's the trailer got anything good no no just some oh, occasional just footage and fancy, stuff fancy it's footage. Minutes, like, i can't yeah, wait to play it on ps4 long. i really can't because i'm liking it on my ps3 having upgraded graphics and stuff would be super awesome not super awesome is that the Rune Factory developer has filed for bankruptcy. That one makes me sad. Yeah. So we don't I know what's going to ha- We don't know what's going to happen to that series. Um, they're just saying it, it's still a secret as to what kind of title they're releasing next. But the fact is they're going to release a, a title next. So they're apparently filing for bankruptcy, but they're going to ca- try and reorganize and, and come back from it. So not for sure that Rune Factory is going to stop or anything. But, um, yeah, I don't think the game ever really sold that well. At least not here. No, most of them didn't. Natsume did some of them. Xseed did some of them. You know, um... No, but I'm just saying, couldn't Natsumi just get, as the owner of the IP? No, they, they, don't, they don't. They don't marvelous. own the IP. It's Marvelous, marvelous who owns does. it. And, Wait, uh, not, yeah, so Marvelous owns it, and they're, the U.S. version of Marvelous is Xseed, actually. So, so uh, wait, wait, wait. So, could Marvelous just give it to someone to develop it? Yeah. No. Yeah, but they yeah, could. No. They could. It, it. You know what? It's such a weird situation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, we're not saying Rune Factory as an IP is gone forever and ever. No. We don't know. We're just, just saying the developers in hard times and uh, things are kind of up in the air. Who knows what's going to happen next? Um, yeah. For example, you could wake up one morning and see news that Final Fantasy VIII has been released on Steam. <laughs> Excuse me while I go have a nap. 
Somebody on Twitter was, I think Patrick was on Giant Bomb actually, was all in like, this is the fi- finally the best PlayStation 1 Final Fantasy has been released. You know that I'm right, right? And it's like, no, he's completely wrong. Hey, it's the it's worst better, PlayStation 1. It's better than Final Fantasy 7. No, I don't agree with that. Yeah, well. I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of 7 by any stretch, but I enjoyed 8's love story, but as a game... I don't know that. Oh eight no, was I that like great. eight because I like the various ways in which you can break it. Oh, okay. That system is amazing for breaking. So there's something you get with this version where it like will auto fill like twenty of your magic slots with a hundred of each. So they're they're trying to simplify the drawing complaints that people have using the draw system. So that's cool. Also, you get Chocobo World, which I think originally was on the PC release when it first came out. It but, was. Uh, yeah, the only other was. way to get Chocobo World right now is to play Final Fantasy VIII on the Vita in Japan, I think, because they've released the uh, Pocket Station app for Vita over there. Um, but yeah, so that if you want to finally play Chocobo World and replay VIII, um, this will be the best-looking version of it, available right now on Steam for 12 bucks. Hey, uh, I can't wait to see what the modders, the modders do with this one. Uh-oh, Noodle has a complaint. What's your complaint, Noodle? Everyone sit silent. Sit silently wait, wait for the stream to reply. Yeah, so that's all the news I've got. What have I missed, guys? That's important. Um, we had a big feature on our Big Gamer, favorite games the last generation. And you have two people who contributed right here. Quinn, you contributed, Yay! right? Or... No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> so why don't we discuss can... that a bit? Is that, when is that? I'm looking for this on our index. I don't see it. It's on the front page. It, it's on the front page. Little there should be two horse, features, two reviews. You're complaining on Twitter about the feature, remember? Backlog in the year? That's no. one of the features, but that's not the one Manny's talking about. Chris, um, you were complaining like endlessly on Twitter about this feature. I was? There were no good games this generation. No, I, first of all, it was not endless. I made one tweet <laughs> and, and then followed up by saying, yeah, yeah, my mistake is I played too many MMOs this generation. And I think that was it. I left it there because I recognize that you were it right. It should be under M- MMO, the... MMOs were counted? Okay, Final Fantasy XI, greatest game of the generation. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say... You could have written that down if you wanted to. <laughs> I was busy with work. No I'm, just, no, I'm, no, I'm not saying that you should have. I'm saying you could have totally made that as a valid argument. All right, oh, okay. so I do plan to do a Game of the Year episode this year. Um but well, you're not going to talk about the feature? Yeah, I'm talking about the feature right now. That's, I'm, by okay. saying, I'm going to do under... the end of your episode, but um, this is kind of like, this This kind of supersedes that in theory, Adventure Time. <laughs> no, it is. It, the, the, the feature you're looking for is under the Adventure Time review. What? The Generations feature. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah, I've got it right now. Okay. Favorite fine, RPGs fine. of the last console generation. I got it up. So here we go. Oh, they're not I ranking them. You didn't rank them. Of no, oh. we were talking about how there are favorites, not which is the bestest. I want the bestest. All right, Dragon Age, Xenoblade Chronicles. But you got to say who did it because a lot of this is very. It's it's not it's only very just personal actually. Them. The choices. Yeah. Okay, Dragon Age by Becky Cunningham. Which Xenoblade is... Chronicles, which was created by Alex Fuller. <laughs> Bastion by wow. Trent Seely. Demon Souls by Adrian Donaldin. I mean, these are all great picks so far. Elder Scrolls uh, Oblivion 4 by Emmanuel Marino, our very Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Near by Glenn Wilson. Um, I'm surprised Glenn writes stuff again. Dark Souls by Michael Apps. So who picked... So Adrian picked Demon Souls over Dark Souls. Interesting. He didn't like Dark Souls. Oh, he's crazy. And Mass Effect by Jonathan Stringer. 
Resonance of Fate. Here's our first questionable one, I think, by Nathan Schlothen. I'll leave Nathan alone. He and Wheels love their Resonance of Fate. All right, then. Fallout New Vegas by you, Sam. See? You didn't think she was going to pick that, did you? No, I didn't. (laughs) I thought she'd pick, like, Atelier Crap Alley or I don't know. Hey! Hey! (laughs) Don't you start nonsense with me. Damn, Chris. Cthulhu Saves the World by Michael Cunningham. He goes for wow, the really? games. Wow, really? Yeah. Oh, the Witcher by Phil Willis. I'm surprised yeah, that's Phil, not you, he, Emmanuel. He loves JRPGs. <laughs> the Witcher? It's not a JRPG. No, no. no, no Phil loves, loves JRPGs. His, yeah. So it's very telling Kaya. that... I was supposed to say, it's like very telling that a lot of the people who you assume like just really diehard JRPG fans picked a lot of Western RPGs this generation as their favorite of the whole thing. All right. Our next next questionable game, Arc Rise Fantasia by Cassandra Ramos. That is not surprising. Why? No, it's I don't find that surprising. one of her favorite games ever. But isn't that a bad game? In, or to this, some people, yes. Or is that the good her, game? She loved it. Is that the one that has is a good game that has bad voice acting? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right, then. I mean, cool. You know what? That's I am fine, forgiving then. towards her pick because, you know what? I want to play that, actually. She loves this game, and there is, there is so much curiosity in, in how much she loves it. And then finally, Darksiders by Paul Engelman. Which is another good pick. If you read the text, though, uh, everyone likes these games for different reasons. Some of them like them because it was it wasn't. You could have. It was no one's list. But if you read some of the it was on some some lists, actually. Like like maybe Fallout, because it was the the game that introduced them to Western RPGs and made them understand. Oh, you're talking about me. Exactly. I'll let you do it then. No, you're right. Like, you know, I didn't play a lot of Western RPGs. This was the generation where I actually kind of switched teams for a little bit. Not to say I don't love JRPGs. It's just in terms of console JRPGs, there hasn't been as much that I would consider engaging in the same way. But clearly, you know, I'm at fault because I didn't play Valkyria Chronicles or Xenoblade. You are. You should feel exactly. ashamed. So I have both of those now. So... You go fix I can that. play them. I can that. fix that problem, except I'll probably play another crappy Atelier game. <laughs> like, I love that series, okay? I should have wrote about that just to piss you off. I've played, I've played through and completed Atelier Iris, the first one. See, I haven't played any of those yet, so... <laughs> I have not played any of the, the current It's actually in the backlogging feature. The, Someone the, recommended that I play Iris. The one I played is very different than the ones you've been playing, though. <laughs> Because I think they they really change the battle systems, for example, and yeah. Anyway, oh. but you know, I picked Oblivion because I I know Skyrim's a better game, and I know Fallout is probably more my wheelhouse than the fantasy one. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about how it, it came out at a certain time for a lot of people, and it not. I think this was the game that started a lot of the love affair with open world RPGs, with uh just good like um good quest log systems fast travel the kind of stuff you expect from like a modern rpg nowadays or just from any open world game or a lot of these kind of games it it helped cement that and it came out at just the right time or people like to point out well yeah but morrowind was on the xbox but morrowind didn't hit the way oblivion hit people were looking it was at the time where i remember people talking about how people gamers would move from game to game in this group like because they were all looking for like the next xbox 360 game to play and there was this perfect little lull period there's nothing new nothing really mm-hmm. new notable for like three months and oblivion came out like right there and people every people you would never even imagine would play a game like that were 
deep diving into Oblivion. And I, I think it turned a lot of people into like these huge fans of Bethesda games, of the open world RPGs, just RPGs, period. And then look how well Skyrim did. People are like, oh, the new Oblivion's out. <laughs> <laughs> so I, for me, it was, it was memorable in that sense. I, I think this is one of like, the, the first RPGs that I played where I realized, like, wow, that, what have I been playing all these years? This is the kind of stuff I want. Pick a direction, like third star on the right and straight on till morning. And there's something to do that way. That was a Star Trek reference. But, but no, that was a. What are you talking about? That's a Peter Pan reference. No, third star to the right. Star Trek, Star Trek Six: The Undiscovered Country. Third star to the right. <laughs> I will go be confused. That is still corner. a Peter Pan reference, even I'm in sorry, that but movie. For me, it's a Captain Kirk reference. <laughs> third star to the right, straight on to morning is a Peter Pan reference. That's where Captain Neverland Kirk. is. <laughs> Why are you laughing though? Because For me, it's famous as the missing... great last line of the of the great of of the last good uh, Star Trek movie. That's so sad. Okay, why? I why is that sad? Why is that sad? Because it means you you need more literature, is what it means. No. Well, first of all, I don't like Peter Pan. Okay. How about that? All right. Fair That's enough. Allowed. That's allowed. Yep. But I, I, I need to head off. Okay. Well, we're done anyway. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for joining us this week. We will be back next week. You know what? I don't like a lot of Disney stuff. Okay. You don't have to. It's not a Disney property. They made a movie. I don't like Peter Pan either. Okay. I don't like Peter Pan. All right. I'm okay. putting it out. All right. Good to know. All right. You know what? That should be the title of this show. Emmanuel does not like Peter Pan, and he wants you to know about it. You know who's awesome? The Peter Pan cosplayer that they have at Disney. The person who acts no. out being Peter Pan. They are fantastic. I've never seen someone do a character actor like that before. They're awesome. All right. That's it. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Thank you, Sam. Emmanuel. In the chat room. Thank you. Thank you, John. Um, if you'd Thanks. like to leave feedback for the show, it's podcast at rpgamer.com or our message boards at board.rpgamer.com or 608 608- um, 729-4098 is our voicemail leave us a 30 second or less voicemail we'll play it right here on the show and um, that's it we'll see you next week until next week goodbye everybody Bye. you know what your pants jerk and so is Captain Hook yep. I said it yep. I said it yep <laughs>